Welcome to Fixie's Playground. I am your host and uh, owner-operator. Um, it is January 1st, 2022, y'all. We're in a new year, and um, R.I.P. Betty White. Uh, she was less than a month away from her 100th birthday, y'all. Um, I don't know if she sacrificed herself for the greater good, or uh, if her passing means like the four horsemen are about to roll out, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't like it. Nobody likes it. It's unfortunate. My guess here is like I have so much to say about this. Which, she whoa. maybe, ha- maybe she was the last bastion, yes, holding yes. back the, the forces of darkness. I guess the forces <laughs> of darkness. Um, so, a terrible way to start the new year, uh, especially after a, a balls year of twenty twenty one. That being said, I'm starting to get more contact out. I'm very happy about this. Very happy with having a guest tonight. I got another one tomorrow night. I've got plans to start new ones. Um, y'all that are on Facebook, y'all saw my post. Uh, I have a new co-host. Um, the episode before this one, episode 17, I think, uh, Simon, uh, he's going to be my new co-host. So y'all can listen to that episode and get an idea of who he is. Um, I met him through football channels and debate and stuff, but he's a huge movie head. He's a huge political head. Like me and him tend to do well together. So I think it's gonna be great. We'll be pushing out about two episodes a month, roughly an hour long. Um, we'll probably be reviewing movies, games, books, talking about current political stuff, whatever comes up. So, and this is just to give y'all a, a baseline of episodes every month, no matter what, whether I can get the longer form episodes, which is what I prefer to do. Uh, we'll still have short term ones. Um, I also have some repeating guests that'll be coming on. Uh, they kind of volunteered for co-host, but since that's filled out, they're just gonna have another spot and they're going to come on whenever they can come on and we'll talk about whatever we can talk about. So lots of content coming. Hope y'all are excited. I'm excited. Guests, you ready? Sure. All right. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, your name, uh, something you like, how old you are, where you're from, if you want. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Robbie LaFleur. I am from the great Ville Platte. Oh, better <laughs> than uh, Karen Crow. But what? I no, not Karen Crow. What, what was I thinking about? Okay, we'll, we'll go Karen Crow. It's it's, well, yeah. No, Ville Platte's probably worse. So. Oh, yeah, Ville Platte's worse. <laughs> there's, there's not a whole lot of good out of there. But, no. Uh, yeah, born and raised in Ville Platte, but uh, currently a senior at UL, uh, majoring in accounting. Even though I am 33 years old, uh, I was for 10 years a professional firefighter with the city of Opelousas. Yep. So, and then, so yeah, from 08 to 18, I did that as a career and then decided, nah, I want to go back to school. Yeah. Which you're still doing firefighting, though, right? I'm like, still, yeah, a you're, volunteer. You're a volunteer now. You're not specifically like, Hey, guaranteed firefighter, but you'll go out and help. When yeah, do, so I, like I'm still an active volunteer with Ville Platte. Yes, um, and I'll go work a, a shift in at the Ville Platte station on occasion. Um, what they have is a list of of volunteers that are either certified or experienced enough that they, if somebody takes takes off, somebody takes vacation or something. Yeah. Um, we will go and work that shift mm-hmm. at the station yeah, as a substitute. Out, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you go and you spend 20, it's a 24 hour shift. Yeah. Uh, I bring a sleeping bag and pillow and all stuff and you sleep at the station. Yeah. 
Um, so I still do that from time to time. They call me a couple times a month. Uh, it's harder now that I've, I've finally got an internship at a CPA firm in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's harder to go do those shifts now. But with my end goal being CPA, that internship is now priority. It's, it's very important. Yeah. yeah. And those internships are, are very beneficial long term, not just for experience, but if you're a hard worker, which I know you are, um, it puts your name out there mm-hmm. and they know who you are. They know how you work. It's good for you. Um, I say it because like Mary kind of had one when she was going through clinicals mm-hmm. at UL to be a registered nurse. Um, she went do like kind of like an internship at Lords over the summer. And that's ultimately what led to her going to work for them for about a decade. You know, mm-hmm. like she put an application and there was no question. And they told her like, look, we, we know how you can work. Like we know you're good. Come over here, you know, yeah. and uh, she's come a long way, but those internships, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially for CPA at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so for to be a CPA, I don't know how much you you know about it. You and maybe CJ explain, have explain talked it to the, to, to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Well, I mean, you you and CJ I may have heard that much, but yeah. So uh, you know, our other friend CJ is a CPA. Yeah. Uh, but in order to get those three magic letters at the end of your name, you have to have 150 college credits, Ooh, wow. which 120 is your typical yeah. bachelor's. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about. So you're looking at a master's what, usually, roughly, roughly a whole other year of schooling. Two more, two really. More if you years. if you want to say an average semester is 15 hours, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. going to need another 30 on top of yeah, your that's, 120 bachelor's. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, thankfully, I have an associate's in fire science that I got from LSUE yeah. that really didn't apply to an uh, an accounting degree at all. But it still goes towards that 150. Well, yeah, but you still, yeah, but you still, there's still like BS courses you have to take. Oh, yeah, like your first English and your first couple like Englishes. So, like, you're, yeah. at least you have like the, the, the remedials done. Yeah, so uh, that helped. But it also goes towards that 150 you need. Yes, which is also great. Yeah, so I'll actually be at 146 when I graduate. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take another class or two online after I graduate eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you also, so on top of the 150 hours, uh, and then this is this really is for Louisiana. I don't know what it's like for other states. You have to work, I believe it's 2,000 hours full time under a practicing CPA mm-hmm. uh, or 4,000 part time hours. Or you can do the math, the equivalent of a mixture of part time and yeah. full time. Yeah. Um, and then there are four standardized tests to take. Four mm-hmm. that are each Three or four hours long. Yeah. Now, I've heard about the standardized test from CJ because I know he passed some of them. Some of them he had to retake again, I believe, because, I mean, they're difficult. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It's a, lot, it's a lot of tedious stuff. It's not just like, hey, you can kind of wing it by the fly, you know. The oh, no, you have to like, know, you what, you're know what you're doing. Yeah. Which, I mean, you're dealing with people's financial businesses. Uh, <laughs> and taxes. <laughs> yeah, and taxes. And uh, I don't know about you, but – the one branch of the government I don't want to like come across is the IRS. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll deal with the military. Like that's cool. I don't want to mess with the IRS, bro. There's some savages. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and you and then you you have a time frame from the time you take your first one and you it, let's say you take you pick you can take them in any order you want. Yeah. And so let's say you take the you know the the general not or regulations first. Apparently that's the one most people take is regulations. Um, and let's say you pass it on the first try, you now have set a timetable for yourself of 18 months to p- take and pass the other three. Yes. And if you don't, starting over. Yeah. Ugh. So it's 
Yeah. It's and, it's and, uh, I, and I imagine each test costs you some money. It does. Uh, uh thankfully, so. which is why having an internship is very good because if they see the potential in you, if they say, Look, we think this this person has what it takes to you pass everything, they'll pay for the prep material, like yeah. the practice material, yeah, yeah. which is a good two or three thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll pay for your exams. Yeah. So and hopefully this like, hey, firm work for us. Yeah. Right. Or which, in, the, in my case, stay here. Yeah, which which is also great because there's nothing better than having a job lined up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, you'd be working for them the whole time regardless. But at least you get the pay bump. You'd have yeah. a position. You know, all your hard work pays off, and you're seeing some of the rewards of that before you even graduate, which is nice. Yeah, I know they've already told so that we have five interns over there right now. We all graduate next semester. We mm-hmm. all graduate in May, and. They, as I'm, I believe the others have the same deal that I do is that they said, it's, look, June 1st, after you've graduated, June 1st, you're full-time salaried, like the whole thing. Yeah. Man, that's that's nice. That's very, that's nice. very nice. I'm nice. not going to have to yeah. worry about, well, because I, I know a lot of firms, they'll, they'll hire you towards the end of the year to start training you for tax season. Mm-hmm. You work your butt off for tax season. Yep. Yep. And then they let you go. Because I have, I have some friends of mine that yeah. I took classes with, some accounting classes with, and she was like, yeah, once tax, once tax season was over, they cut me. Yeah. I was like, oof, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Well, if you can get in good with someone, though, they're not going to cut you. Yeah. So I know CJ, CJ had worked at a bank before he got his CPA. Mm. So, like, he was already kind of rooted in a in a place. But right. I, I think he ended up moving after a while, but he was a CPA for him for a little while, and I think he, he moved to someone else, if I remember correctly. I could be completely wrong, people, but like, I know he worked at a bank before he got a CPA. So, um, but you know, hey, you gotta work hard, bro. Uh, yeah. Just do what you do, and then hopefully oh, yeah. they'll recognize it. You know. Yeah, one semester left, though, bro. This, 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 especially with all the COVID stuff. Oh, and, that's and worse. Yeah. UL try like putting everything online, and then. Trying to say, well, we're back on campus, sort of, but then they left the decision up to each professor whether or not you they were going so, to be. It was bad because so like one of I was actually supposed to graduate at the end of twenty one in December mm-hmm. that just passed. I was supposed to graduate, but over the last two semesters of everything being online and essentially having to self teach everything, mm-hmm. it was too much. Yep, and I was failing too many classes. So I'd have to drop some classes to yeah. focus on others. Yep. And, and I dropped too much. It, it yeah. pushed me. It pushed me back a whole semester. Yeah. And they don't really care because now you're just paying for one more semester. <laughs> so you know. And for uh, something as nuanced as tax. Yeah. I want that to be a live session. I want to be in the classroom. Well, I, I so that way I can say, yeah. "Hold up, before you go any further, yeah. let me ask you about this." Yeah. And it was rough, especially for tax, because almost all of the classes were a pre-recorded video. Oh, that's terrible. And it's just like, all right, am I going to really take the time to list all of these questions in an email that you might not understand what I'm asking? Yeah. Because it's email. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have an uh, email just, conversation for a week. So it, it, it put <laughs> me in the situation where I was like, I'm not even going to bother asking mm-hmm. questions. I did end up asking CJ for a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, for some things, so CJ is a big reason I passed my yeah, <laughs> my yeah, tax yeah. classes. Oh, yeah. it, it was is a very unpleasant experience this last these last mm-hmm. two three semesters. Yeah, so 
So like at your at your internship, can you ask them questions sometimes? Too? Oh yeah, or they want to help you. Like, oh absolutely. Yeah, well that's good. Well, I mean, but unfortunately, I'm I'm done. I've finished both my tax semesters uh-huh. before I even got the internship. Oh okay, I got so you. it's so like what, there wasn't really which anything to, to tap. May have helped me get my internship right. because yeah. I already took both yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you take it as as you can. You yeah, know? yeah. So um, we'll see. I uh. Well, I've got maybe another couple weeks, a month at most, and then I hit my three month mark where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So you know my new career pit. Like, no, wait, okay. yeah, hold up, three months. So where where are you at now? So which I think I said this on the Simon uh, podcast, but I'll, I'll say it here again. So I was doing CNC machine work in Scott, right? For I've been with that company. I had been with that company. You've been with them for a while, for four years. Yeah. So um, I've been doing like CNC with them for the past like year and a half, two years. Well. Um, I won a bunch of money on DraftKings. <laughs> you heard about that? No. Right? Well, congrats. So I won a hundred grand on DraftKings. No shit. Yes. Wow. Doing fantasy football. Listeners kind of heard this already. If, if y'all listen to the podcast, um, I won that like two or three months ago. So, and it was, I'll say it again. I'm, I'm repeating myself for them, but you've never heard. So it's fine. We'll, we'll right. talk about it again. <laughs> I, I love talking about it. It's great. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a buddy of mine. Don't tell him because so, he, he's 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 big into fantasy so, football. He's well, gonna want to I mean, try I've been to get doing in fantasy football for like a decade. So yeah. you know, uh, just look, it, it was luck. I, don't get me wrong. I picked the, the I picked the, the tournament. Yeah, there's I some element the, the, to that. The roster, but fantasy football. Anyone who's played fantasy football for a long time understands that a lot of it is luck. You could hedge your bet a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's luck. So everything happened within like a week's time frame. Right. So I made the decision to to look at my new job, which I'll explain to you in a second. So uh, I'm friends with, with the guy that owns the company or he's part boss of the company with his wife. It's called Beyond the Curb. Uh, it's ABA. It's uh, behavior therapy for kids on the autism spectrum. So uh, they've been doing they've been they've been having a clinic open for three or four years now, I think. At least the one in my mood. I wanted to go plat and then one in Crowley. Okay. So um I go hang out with them all the time, like watch football. Hunter, my buddy Hunter, I don't know if you've ever met him. I feel like I don't I don't know if you have. I don't know. Hunter's like a brother to me, but this is Hunter's brother, older okay. brother. So like we started hanging out with them about ten years ago and then uh more recently, like they'll call us over to go eat. They have a pool, so like the kids will play together because mm-hmm. they have a, a son that's like roughly Owen's age. And we'll go hang out with them. So they're talking about it. They're looking for techs. They're looking for guy techs because it's more of a, a, a female-driven field. Simply yeah. because it's healthcare, dealing with nurturing kids constantly. You know, mm-hmm. not very appealing for most people in general. It's a it's a difficult oh I, I it's a difficult profession. I, I can, I've seen it before. So uh, yeah, 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 because my so Addie is an occupational therapist. Oh, okay, one of her. They call it field work, uh, where you know, marrying them, they call it clinicals. It's yeah, tomato, tomato, it's yeah, all yeah, the same. Yeah. She did a three month rotation in Little Rock at a pediatric, oh, wow. autistic, okay. like it was, oh, it was yeah. all mm-hmm. like so, eight ages so one to probably, four. Yeah, so she probably saw a lot of ABA going on then. Yeah, so, um, so like I call them, set up a date as a Wednesday to go do observation. Mm-hmm. Um, to go sit in on sessions to see what the job takes, like what, you know, make sure it's something I want to do. Right. So, all right, sit down, look at everything, have a meeting, decide, all right, this is what I'm going to do. 
put him out two week notice that Friday. Good to go. That Thursday, I put in for this contest, a fifteen dollar contest. Watched the Thursday night game. Um, at about halftime, I was at about eight grand. And normally, <laughs> I used to I used to go to work for six in Scott, so I'd wake up about four thirty. Mm-hmm. So I'd watch. To about halftime, and I go to bed. Well, halftime, I'm like, hey, grandma, well, fuck, I can't go to bed now. <laughs> I gotta stay up and see what happens. Yes. You know? So, then by the fourth quarter, there's about seven, eight minutes left. I was in first place, tied with several other people, but I was in first place. First place, tied with other people, I was at 100 grand. And I stayed there the entire time. The first place prize was 1.5 million. Cool. But since but I tied. Split four, between a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. Split between 14, 15 people. Um, we all got hundred grand, which I complain. Oh no, I, I wouldn't. Blessed to have it. Yeah, not complaining at all. So that happened that Thursday. So I got about two hours of sleep. I still went to work <laughs> that Friday. <laughs> I still went to work. All my friends, because uh, all my close friends were in a fantasy football league together, and they're like, so we're messaging on Facebook Messenger the entire time. I'm losing my mind, <laughs> nervous as hell, sweating my ass off. Um, so like we're all excited. Like, oh, you can't go to work tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I was like. One, I don't have this money in my pocket right now. Yeah, I don't have and, it yet. And, and even then, it's not enough for me to just not go to work. So, right. like, you know, got to go to work. I woke Mary up and showed her she lost her mind. So, like, <laughs> neither one of us can sleep, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, so, that Friday, I put my two weeks notice in. And then, so I won that Thursday night. By the following Thursday, the money was in my bank account. I got off of work at 4 o'clock. I checked it. It was there. Nice. I was paying bills off as I was going <laughs> home, put the rest in savings, let Mary deal with it. Um, so, like, uh, yeah, so it's been exciting because, like, we don't have bills much. We still have our mortgage. She has a new vehicle, which you saw mm-hmm. when you were coming in the house. Uh, that's brand new. <laughs> We've only had it for about two months. I haven't even driven it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to drive it. You're not allowed to drive well, it. Well, I can't. But I don't want to. <laughs> There's a difference between allowed and not. I don't well, want to right. at all. It's, Nope, don't want to touch. You, you can drive. That's yours. Uh-huh. You know? So anyway, um, so the money didn't really influence my decision because I had already made the decision to, right. to move on to a new profession. Um, but it does make it 10 times easier because I can literally work wherever I want and afford to pay my bills mm-hmm. now. You yeah. know? So obviously <laughs> I'm not going to work at McDonald's because like, I want to make enough. But like. I have a lot more choice in that. Yeah. And my choice is to get a little bit more fulfillment out of my job. Don't get me wrong. My last job, um, you know, I could take pride in doing a good job, getting the work done, but there is no fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You know, I could take it and leave it every day. I, I didn't mind going to work. It's not like I, I, I you know, didn't want to go to work when I woke up in the morning. I just didn't really care. You know, mm-hmm. you know I cared about doing a good job. Now, so ABA allows me to, um, Help the community out. Sure. You know, give back. Something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, I want th- thought about being a cop when I was younger. I thought about going to be a teacher just so I could be a coach for football. Obviously, I really mm-hmm. like football. Um, but, like, the schooling thing was daunting. I didn't have the, the money. And then now it's like, oh, well, I have the money. But now I'm in a field where I get what I want to do. It's more of a niche thing. But um, it has its challenges. But there's already, you know, I've been doing it for a couple months now. And there's already fulfillment. And progress, you can see with these kids. Some of them can't oh, yeah. talk. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some of them can. Uh, a lot of it is just teaching them basic how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, you know, I can't go into details. Uh, oh, sure. HIPAA violations oh, yeah. apply. So can't give names, specifics, anything like that. But just, just saying, 
if you ever, if the listeners are ever curious about it, you can go look at ABA up mm-hmm. and you can learn about it. Um, so, it, so what it is, what is your, your title so I, going to be, I, or you're going to school for? So I'm not going to school yet, but it's the reason I'm bringing it up is because I might, I probably right. will eventually. Um, but I'm a technician. I'm an ABA technician. Um, my supervisors ahead of me are, uh, I'm sure there's PCBAs o- OTs and like PTs that. there. Yeah, well, they 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 went to school for a lot longer than four yeah. years, right? I think eight years is is what it is. Yeah, the, um, the administrator part. Well, because I mean, Addy could do that. Um, Addy has a master's. I, I forget. I think you need a master's to do what they do. But they're the ones that that actually diagnose the kids, right? Um, yeah, come up with the programs that like what what we're gonna work for the kids to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that runs the program. Right. So I'm doing the, the actual hands on stuff. Yes. Now they're there to be, you know, if I need help or something, they're oh, there. Yeah. If I have questions, they're there, you know, um, but they're, they're more of an administrative or, or an overseer mm-hmm. of operations. So you go to the ones in Bill Platt, you, so or you kind of bounce I, around. I go to Mamu specifically is my clinic. And the reason is, is we have older, more aggressive clients there mm-hmm. and being my size and I'm a guy, I can handle the physical yeah. aspects of the job. Yeah. Um, Again, y'all just go look it up. I don't want to give details, but sure. uh, aggressiveness could be anything like physical hitting, could be mm-hmm. biting, scratching, spitting on, uh, all kinds of things, right? And this is a general general understanding when you get into this field. They told me this before they hired me. Like, look, this is what you're getting into. And then <laughs> I spent I spent two months considering whether or not I wanted to do it. And then I did my own research online, and then they gave me material to look over. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I know I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm actually all right at it. So I got a employee of the month, my first month there. There you go. <laughs> so, but I'm, I don't, I'm the kind of person I don't like not knowing how to do my job. Yeah. So I make the effort to learn. I make the effort to ask the questions. I want people to tell me if I'm doing it wrong so I can do it right. Especially when your job is literally like, my goal is to help these kids function better than what they were. Mm-hmm. I want to help them. Mm-hmm. And I can't help them properly if I'm not doing the right the right things, right? And a lot of what my field is, you have to watch what you're saying, how you say it, um, because you can reinforce bad behaviors instead of reinforcing the positive ones that you want. And like, we don't ever tell the kids, no, we always divert or reinforce something else. So it's just things like that, because like you have to get these kids to like you, you know? Yeah. Like, and if they don't like you, you're probably not going to help them as much as you could. Mm-hmm. So it's a process. Um, but anyway, I've been, been at for a couple months now. Um, I hit Once I hit my three-month mark, then I'm officially like no longer on like probationary period. Right. If they like me, which so far it seems like they do. If I like it, then I'm more of a permanent mm-hmm. staple in, in what's going on. And then the way I see it, I'll give it maybe once I hit my year mark, I'll start looking at going to school and. Uh, go back, get my bachelor's, and then go back and keep going. Because, like, if I get my bachelor's, I can get a paid increase, and they can get paid more for my services also. Yeah, yeah, you're increasing uh, your yes. billable hours to yes, insurance. exactly, because they bill up to, like, 15 minutes mm-hmm. at a time or something like that. Well, that's so, how that's how mine is. Any any work that I do for a client is is in 15-minute yes. increments. Yep. So, 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 like, they want me to go back to school. And, like, yep. I would love to go back to school. Well... I would love to get the degree. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy going back. <laughs> well, you have, well, I mean, when you and I, I first have, met, I is, it was at LSU. Yeah, yeah, I do have so some you, credits. I don't know. It's been over a decade, so I don't know how much are transferable. I don't know. They don't go away. Yeah, I know, but 
we'll see. I mean, when I started back, I still had my first English that I, when, when you and I had met that yeah. way, you know way back then at LSUE. Mm-hmm. I still had a psychology. I had my first uh, biology, my first English. Like I had that was all still in my transcript yeah. that counted. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still there. Well, I hope it's still there. Uh, I mean, some of the bad might be there too, but that's fine. Oh, I, that was my whole semester can, of bad. I, I can retake it, whatever I got to take, but whatever saves me money and tuition costs, yeah. you know, would be great. Um, but I do want to go back, get my bachelor's, then go back and try for my master's later on if, if they're cool with it. Uh, they even talked about trying to do something to help encourage their employees to do it, whether it's help pay for <coughs> some of it or work around the schedule or mm-hmm. something along those lines. So we'll see. Like I said, I wanted to give it time to make sure it's what I like doing yeah. uh, long term. So I figure at a year, I'm going to know whether or not it's something I want to pursue mm-hmm. for the rest of my life or not, which right now I can easily see myself continuing to do, you know, because um, it strikes some of my curious side, like just watching how these kids act like, okay, how do, why are they doing that? Like, what can we do to change that? How mm-hmm. do we implement it? Like, I'm already starting to think that way and like, it's so funny because my supervisors, I mean, they're there the whole time. They're just analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I want to get to that point right there. You know, then I have to remember it's like, well, they went to school for like a decade. So like, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a little while before I can get there. But. Yeah. But that, that fulfillment that you talked about, though, that's one of Addie's favorite things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Addie works at Cabrini in Alexandria uh, on the rehab floor over there. Mm-hmm. And. Obviously, she can't tell me the same the yeah, same yeah, details, yeah, HIPAA violations, yeah, yeah. but she can say, you know, I had a patient with the, you know, you can do non yeah, non specific yeah, yeah. details, and so she'll say that you know she had this patient she's been working with for like two weeks now that you know they they get so excited. She works with a lot of stroke victims, yeah, uh, a lot you know a lot of elderly people That's that interesting, like Mary used to work with the Nora floor, yeah. So. And so, well, it's a big thing just to be able to button their shirt again. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah, and yeah, huge, and, and they, you get so steps, excited. Small steps for something as simple but as it that feels so great. Like, yeah, because when something so simple is taken then, from you, yeah, yeah, to get it, you know, yeah. and with these kids, like, like I said, like some of them were extremely like they're nonverbal. We say nonverbal sometimes. Uh, what is this? We don't always use the term nonverbal because it's technically not always accurate. I forget what was the other phrase we used. Yeah, because they'll... Because technically verbal means just being able to communicate. All right. So they can still communicate with tablets. They can still communicate with picture boards. Well, that's... Well, but that's not verbal. Verbal is voice. Kind of, but the definition is still communicating. They, they've able altered that so definition maybe a little bit. Maybe. But the one thing I do like is ABA is... Like 100% science-based. Mm-hmm. It's all scientific, scientifically proven and accurate. And in order for something new to be added, it has to go through a rigorous process oh, yeah. and proven. So, like, it's not like we're, we're selling You're not just winging anybody it. or anything like that. Like, everything we're doing, it's a, it's a known process that has worked and mm-hmm. continues to work. And they do, every once in a while, show us um, how certain clients have improved. Like, we chart everything. We graph everything. Most of what I do is data collection. It's running programs and whether or not they pass or fail. When I run it that one time, I put a plus, minus, whatever. And then all that adds up. Everything, everything adds up. Session notes add up. Behaviors add up. And then you can see the decrease in bad behaviors over time. You can see the increase in verbal acuity, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Um, Being able to differentiate or add details, stuff like that. It's it's awesome. Like, Especially when you have bad days, because there, there's, there's, yeah, I'm sure days. there's plenty. Yeah. So, and 
Now I'm lucky. I have a lot of empathy for people. And like, I understand that it's one thing like to have kids at my house, but they're perfectly capable of understanding everything they do wrong or right. Right. These kids don't that I work with. So it, it's easier to to have patient, more patience for them because they can't help it. Yeah. A lot of it's just, they couldn't help it. And you can't blame anybody because nobody knew how to handle it. And now we kind of do, but it's a process. I mean, it takes months to figure out some of the, the appropriate programs for these kids. Yeah. And then it takes years to implement some of them accurately over time, you know? And it's all gradual steps. Yeah. It can literally be starting with just act. You have to have a tremendous amount of patience. A lot of patience. Um, and sometimes there's days where you're trying to run your programs and it's just a behavior for the entire two hours. And you just yeah. do what you got to do, you know? Write down everything, though. Like, as long as you write down everything, everything's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, because um, if you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. Yes. But it is rewarding. I, I do. I like the people I work with. So. That's that, very important. That makes it easier. Now, I'm very easygoing. I can work with a wide range of people. I mean, I've, I've worked with all field people for years. So, like, you you have to learn how to put up with bad people, but there's not really any bad people where I work. So it's not hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then even then, most of the time your focus is just with the kid you're with at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not really worried about anybody else. We still help each other out. But like when you have your session with the kid, your focus should be on them, not on the other kids. Right. On the, on the one that you're helping yep. at that time. Yep. Cause it's all one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't have two kids. You don't have two people per kid. It's just one-on-one. That's how it's supposed to work. So it works well. Yeah. The unfortunate thing about about some I don't know if clinic would be the correct term for uh for something like that. At least I know when, when Addie was in Little Rock, it was very what would be the word? Not depressing, uh maybe disheartening would be the term the word. I don't know. Whenever you 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 genu- genuinely care about these children, mm-hmm. you are giving everything you have to try and improve their quality, the, of life. their quality of life. Yeah. But then the parents couldn't give two shits. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I mean, like they would so have you work within the parameters that you can. Yeah. And, and, and that's all. I mean, you do what you can, yeah. right? It sucks. Um, Cause as a parent and someone who does care about my kids, like I would never do that yeah. ever, regardless of the shape that my kids in. But look, I don't know people's lives. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, how sometimes they, they burn you with that. Yeah. But um, it is what it is. I mean, I've had the same thing with some of her patients over the years when they just didn't care. Yeah. Right. My, I love my grandpa. He's 89 years old. Uh, he's in a nursing home right now because he got COVID and went to rehab afterwards because it just took a physical toll on him. And he was already having issues with like walking on his legs. Right. Mm-hmm. So he'd walk around with like a walker or some sticks or something like that to help him move. But after this, he, he couldn't really walk. Yeah. So my uncle, my mom and his doctors were like, Hey, like we can get you back to that, you know, close to that point again, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to put in the effort. Well, he kept wanting to go home and it kept getting delayed because he would get sick or he'd have an infection or or something like that. And I was like, Look, we don't want to release you yet because it could turn out poorly. Right. So he just quit. He quit with his physical therapy. Um, so now he's in a nursing home because he decided he didn't want to try anymore. Not that he couldn't. 
Because yeah. he had one he had one physical therapist. This lady could make him do everything and he didn't have any issues. But if anyone else would try, wouldn't do it. So He had a crush. Maybe. I don't I don't I think <laughs> she was just stern with him. Or yeah. she, she was no nonsense, you know. Um I don't know what it was, but so it's like sad, you know, because it's like yeah. I, I know I know if he wanted to try, he could probably get back home, but it ain't gonna happen no more. It's too late. <clears throat> but it just goes to show you that some of the most stubborn people, it's not that they can't, it's just they don't want. <laughs> so yep. um unfortunately it's just kind of the name of the game of healthcare. And uh you deal with what you can when you can and yeah. hopefully you don't get too emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I mean I have some experience with with situations like that in, in all my years and you know in the in the fire service you have uh what we'd call frequent flyers uh, anybody that's in EMS will will also you know or or any kind of first responder would would have the same type of stories I'm sure cuz fire departments now are are getting more and more into medical calls mm-hmm. uh Vilplat doesn't do them Opelousas started to get a little bit more involved when right when I was right when I left mm-hmm. um but there was another department that I worked for part time before I got that internship um, which covered like the Turkey Creek, uh, Bayou Chico area. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I mean, there were addresses when we'd hear a medical call at such and such address, we'd kind of roll our eyes like the, this one again. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the third time in the last month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Month, week. Yeah. Oh yeah. That too. Uh, it's just I'm like, to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's, it's all for the, oh, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, <laughs> and you going, called nine one one for go that. To, go to the doctor. Oh, like. uh, I had one one time. I mean, I'm not going to say where. You know, I, I know what I can and cannot say. But this was, I don't remember how long ago we got called out to this house, and and the patient was was uh, like talking out of their head. They were you know not making much sense, mm-hmm. uh, and so we got there, and somebody that was there. Uh, you know, I walked up. I said, "Hey, so what seems to be the problem?" Oh, talk, they talking crazy. They don't know where they at, and all this kind of stuff. It's okay. Well, what's the patient's medical history? And da da da. Apparently, the patient was diabetic. And I said, "Okay, when was the last time they ate?" This is at noon. Mm-hmm. Granted, noonish. Uh, I said, "When was the last time the patient ate?" <laughs> and the person said, "Uh, around dinner last night." <laughs> I said, "Okay, well, we found the problem." Yeah, they got no their blood sugars in the tank. No one they almost yeah. comatose. Somebody get him a Snickers, bruh. <laughs> get let get let me get you a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something. I mean, come on. And it's like you know they're diabetic. Why you? They know they're diabetic. Why they didn't need something? Oh uh, no. It's like, and then this these people could have been hoarders. They had so much stuff in their house. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> but it, I mean, hey, they tax pay, they taxpayers, <laughs> well, hey, kinda, kinda. You're there, I, well, yeah. That's, that's what I'm paying. That's what that's I'm there to do. So I said, all right, well, look, we can check your blood sugar and wait for the ambulance to get here. Yeah. No, next next time, you know, have some chips, some potato chips, or something. Something. <laughs> it's not hard to find sugar these days. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So. Oh, that's rough. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> I, I am not a fan of the medical calls for that reason. I'm glad Bill Platt doesn't do them. Uh, I 
Apple, we didn't do them. I think Vilplat might be too far behind to do them. Well, it's, I mean, we have, Vilplat has the personnel. We used to assist more. Yeah. Um, usually only if it was like immediately life threatening situations. Like if somebody called and said, oh, I'm having a heart, like I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Um, something like that. And then it, or we would go with a heavy lift. We would do a lot of heavy lift assists for Acadian ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, but a handful of years ago, it was cut out. I don't really know why. I wasn't really complaining. Opelousas, we didn't do any there. We didn't really need to do any there. Yeah. The city of Opelousas has three ambulance, private ambulance companies that operate within mm-hmm. that jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, from a liability standpoint, the city didn't need to have that extra liability of us going yeah. on all these medical calls. Yeah. When St. Landry, yeah. EMS, and, Med and Express, also, it's and like Acadia. A resource thing. Like, why, like, why, you know. If you don't need to waste those, the wear and tear on the no, trucks. Yeah, I don't want to say waste the resources, but just if you can reallocate those resources to something else, like don't spend them. You know. Yeah. Well, and then we would have all asked for more money too, because yeah. you you telling us, oh well, we're gonna have to go get these special medical yeah, certifications. You get certified and certified so, means hey, I want some money because if I got to keep this up and I'm more responsible now. Yeah. Then I need to get paid. More. I think that was the main reason. Oh, probably. Because <laughs> they, they did. <laughs> hey, I get it. They got to save money where they can save money. But like like I said, it don't make sense to pay y'all more when they don't need y'all. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, y'all might not have one of the headache anyway. So, mm-hmm. that's part of it. Because I've worked jobs where it's like, oh, you're going to do this, this, and this. But we're not going to quite pay you for it. So, now you just get the headache at the same pay. And then it's like, yeah. well, and then you ask for a raise. Like, well, we can't really afford that right now. Like. Well, okay, I can't afford to work here anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the reason I left my old job because, like, they didn't want to give me a raise. Yeah. You know, it's like I had a pay cut. I got one raise, I think, the first six months I was there. And it was just because I happened to be there when that one group in the company got a raise. Mm-hmm. So I got a raise there. But then I got a pay cut, a 10% pay cut. And then they put my pay cut back to where it was later on. Well, because of COVID, they laid off like half the company. Oof. And then they're able to keep it open because of the pay cut. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, like, the CEO, like, a lot of the office people weren't, like, he wasn't taking money. Like, he wasn't paying himself at all. So, like, I can't really, yeah, I can't really be mad about it. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, we can still give you a job, but, like, it's rough right now. So, yeah. 10% across the board. So, everyone took a 10% pay cut across the board, and he wasn't paying himself. Oof. So, you know, look, I, they were trying to keep the doors open. I understand yeah. that. But then once you get to a point where uh, they can afford it and they don't, that's when the issue is. Yeah. So it's just, you want to watch out for that. And then, so anyway, um, that, and then the, there's certain aspects of that job that they would make glaring mistakes that shouldn't have happened, that could have been avoided easily. And, and they just didn't. So that cost them money. And that in turn would lead to us not being able to get more money because, well, it's like you can't even make the right decisions. So if you don't have the money, I can see why you don't have the money. But like <laughs> you're not changing things enough. Yeah. But they were having an issue with like kind of an old school way of doing things. And then they brought in a bunch of new, new people when they were starting to do a newer school way of things. But like the people in the newer school, weren't in charge over school were and they wanted to do it their way so it's just like well you're not gonna listen to a new guy whose you know ideas are actually worthwhile and will save you money in the long run mm-hmm. why did you even bring him in yeah you know because like you're giving him this job and then you're you're 
putting handcuffs on him and, and telling him to shovel all day. You know, I can relate. Limited resources. I can relate a lot to <laughs> yeah. that. Is yeah. that was so? There was a situation while I was with the city of Opelousas that. That that was the straw that broke the camel's back when I decided, all right, to, to hell with this. I'm quitting. I'm going to find something else to do. I, Addie was the one who said, well, just go back to school. you know. And so uh, a lot of people don't know. I, I'm not sure how it is in other states. But in the state of Louisiana, every single fire department is evaluated every five years mm-hmm. by uh, Property Insurance Association of Louisiana. And they assign a grade to each fire department mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, one gotcha. one being the best. Um, and depending on how good your evaluation is, that directly affects homeowners insurance for the people in that jurisdiction. Yes. And so you obviously want to have a good grade because you know it lowers the insurance of everybody in your yeah, city and or you're more willing to pay the taxes to help you out when you need a new right. truck or new equipment or just any kind of tax money at all. Right. So you could argue that your grade directly affects the amount of money you'll have sure. to operate. Yeah. So yeah, you, that's a bargaining chip. You say, well, look, we need to, and you don't even really offer, or I mean like request new taxes, but it comes when like Ville Platt with all of its volunteers has a, a millage tax. Yeah. Um, and so when they go to renew that, you know, they say, "Look, you know, we need to renew this so we can maintain, yep. you know, you know yeah. what we have to keep everybody's insurance down." Yep. Well, as with most things, uh, PIAL likes to amend and improve and raise the standards. Obviously. As with everything, yeah, you don't want everybody getting good grades. Yeah, they always want to be efficient <clears throat> and uh, shrewd in their deductions. Right. So in 2017 was a big adjustment to how the evaluation, the grading process goes for that. Mm-hmm. 10% of the grade, of a, 10% of a fire department's grade is their communications uh, from the radio equipment to their procedures mm-hmm. to, you know, any number of things. The training of personnel that do the dispatching and, and you know, the logging of all the radio transmissions and Call processing is a big yeah. thing. So call, when I say call processing, I mean if your house is on fire, from the time you call 911 to the time the fire department gets there. Yeah. You know, that's call that's processing. Yeah. So the way that it was working before, uh, which Vilplat did the same thing until this change happened okay. with the rating and the Vilplat did a, a transition. But the way it would work. So... Uh, <laughs> So the way it works now, you, or the way it worked then, you would call nine one one if you were in Opelousas. Mm-hmm. Um, it would go to the nine one one, the St. Landry nine one one center. They would take the call. They would determine, okay, this house or whatever that's on fire is within the city limits of Opelousas. Mm-hmm. They would then transfer the call to the fire station where one of the fire on duty firemen, whoever was sitting in the radio room, yeah. would then pick up the phone take down the same information and then send out the call to the stations and say, Hey, this is yeah. you know, what it is. And so what had been happening over several years prior to that is people were cutting out that middleman of not cutting out the middleman of 911, but eliminating the end step being the fire department. So that sounded weird now that I'm thinking back to how I said it. So what, what happened is instead of 911, just transferring the call to just repeat the same information. Nine one one has all the radio equipment already. Yeah. Let just let nine one one send out the page to the fire departments. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you cut out a few minutes of time. Yeah. Which, in a situation like a house being on fire, a few minutes, a lot can happen. Right. It's It's more efficient. efficient. And it's also more important. Yeah. So... That that was a thing a lot of places were doing, uh, not just because of uh, hardware changes, I guess you could say, to the evaluation. You know, to go back to the rating, they were saying, oh, well, you need to have this type of equipment, this type of programming, this type of training, this type of stuff. And all that cost a tremendous amount of money. Mm-hmm. So fire departments were saying, well, we'll just let 911 dispatch us. Yeah. We can... Say we'll, you know, we'll still get all these points towards towards our grade. Yep. We can take the person that was sitting in the communications room that was just logging everything and talking on the radio. We can put them on the truck and have an extra person, yep. you know, more personnel on scene. Mm-hmm. And it's just overall more efficient. So that's what Bill Platt did. Yeah. Because they looked at all these changes that PIL was making and they said, we can't afford to do all that. We want to have an extra person on the scene anyway. Yeah. So in 2016, I think it was because, it, you know, we all knew about the changes before they went into effect, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Vilplat said, well, 911 is going to dispatch us and we're going to put somebody else. We're just going to take that person that was doing the radio stuff and put them on the truck. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense. Um, Opelousas, when those changes happened. I saw the Vilplat make the transition and we weren't in Opelousas. And I was like, I talked to the chief about it. I said, Hey, why are we not? I mean, we all follow the same standards mm-hmm. here. Uh, we, we, we should probably look into doing this transition ourselves. And that was met with a lot of stop trying to run the department. You're not even an officer. You're just the bottom of the totem pole. Mm, that was a dick mission. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was... Some people can't handle their authority being questioned. It wasn't even that you were questioning their authority. You were just trying to help things. I was trying efficient. to help things. Yeah. I was trying to help things along because Opelousas has a two, which is the second best grade. Mm-hmm. And when we got the two when I was there, it was, I mean, by the a fraction yeah. of a point. It wasn't even yeah. a whole point. It was barely skinning. Yeah. But skinning. if they would have done all this, they could have maybe got a one. Well, no, we, yeah, it was too far for that, but it was, it was in order to maintain yeah, that too. You yeah. don't, you definitely don't want to drop a grade level because yeah. then everybody's insurance goes up and yeah. then everybody gets mad. Mm-hmm. So in an effort to maintain that two that they had, I was telling the chief, I said, man, look, I said, look, here's all this. I pulled it straight from their website, yeah. from PIAL's website. Look, look, this is all the stuff we got to do. Bill Platt just, just transitioned to letting 911 take over for this very reason and you know and all this kind of stuff and printouts and tr- i even went to the 911 center in st Landry parish tried to play matchmaker and say look you know what's changing i know what's changing we need to try and figure this out because if i'm gonna if i want to work for a department for 30 years if i want to make my career here yeah. i'm gonna give a damn about its status yeah. and its reputation yes yes and so in in that mindset, not that I'm trying to show everybody how smart I am. I'm not trying to show oh, everybody you, you that I should be in charge. You were literally just trying to help. That's all it was. But it was help. met with the people The people at the top were fighting back with, I'm trying to show up everybody. I'm trying to show everybody that I should run the department. It's like, bro, just. Sorry, I don't have any interest in running a department right now. I literally just want to make it better for everyone. Yeah. And in- so. <laughs> including our, you know, area and. Their insurance, like, 
And so I just finally had, that was that along with years of some other fuckery. Yeah. Uh, from other people there. Yeah. Well, fuckery is about. Yeah. It, it, that was that was the the last draw. I said, man, I'm I'm getting yeah, out of here. I, I like I remember us talking about you getting out, but I never knew the reason why. You know that that was so, that was the big reason. Yeah, it's pretty cool to learn. Uh, it's sad, but, I, but man, like I said, I worked all through for a long time, and I've seen I've seen that exact kind of thing. I've had bosses like that, yeah. and they would literally like not give you information that would help you, just so you would have to run to them when a certain thing would happen. Egos. And I'm just like it's a terrible I, thing to have in the top of a period. It's such a waste. Like it's just such a because at the end of the day, like I, I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm just I'm just trying to be the best me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to I want everything to run smoothly. Because when things run smoothly, everyone's happy. Like we're getting the work done. We're getting it done as fast as we can, as good as we can. Like and I'm not gonna say I'm an optimizer. I mean you could kind of say that, but like I just want to be efficient. Yeah. So like if I have to help people, if I have to you know, lend a hand. I'll go the extra step, like you know, because when I'm with when I work for somebody, like that's how I am. I'll go the extra step. I'm I'm invested, mm-hmm. right? Me coming here is investing in you, and you're investing in me by paying me to do this. So like, it's a mutual thing, right? And if I'm invested, I'm going to try as hard as I can to to let everything be smooth, to let everything be efficient, for everything to work. Mm-hmm. That's what you were trying to do, and these people were too insecure in themselves to understand a good idea. It wasn't and a good idea just, unless they thought of it. Oh yeah, and that's, that's like, come on, bro. Yeah, um, it's not. That's definitely not good leadership. And then in the same breath, we'll complain when you're not taking initiative to do certain things, and they say, "Oh, you need to have pride in your department." I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I tried. I just tried. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You just want to slap them. You just like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Bad bosses, man. Yeah. I, well, I gotta good, say, I have good ones right now, so like I'm good. Yeah, like, I hey, I love the people I work with, the people in charge. I can probably one of the most surprising things at at this CPA firm. You know, there's all of these really, really experienced professionals in, and not just CPA, but all of the man like the partners at this firm mm-hmm. are not just a CPA; they're a CPA and something else. Oh, really? Okay. So two of them are certified financial planners. Mm-hmm. One of them is a certified valuation anal- analyst, analysis mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and then the other one is a QKA, which I had never I heard, heard of. I had looked it up. You, that is a person who makes four hundred one k plans. Oh, okay. So if you if your company wants to have or amend yeah, or do anything sure. related to their four hundred one k, tedious as hell. That's what she does. Yeah. she she oh. helps draw them up and stuff. I don't think I want to do that. So there's a, a, a <laughs> wide variety of of you know experience and knowledge and nobody goes by mr or mrs oh okay like from from day one it's, like first name basis, it's all first name really? basis and so like you know i'm That's starting weird, over there like, and I, yeah it's very weird because i'm used to going like hey mr exactly and like i do this with people who are younger than me sometimes like <laughs> if you're up if you're above me in the hierarchy yeah, of a structure well, like well, of, but it's you just know, a basic like i was taught basic respect when i was yeah. younger so it's just like if you're someone higher above me Older than me, whatever. Then, like, it's just a mutual respect. Yeah. But then, like, if they say to me, like, I don't feel any kind of way about it, I'm just like, oh, they're just being respectful. Like, that's nice. Like, yeah. This is what I like. You know. It was certainly weird for me to, because like, I went in for my interview and I was like, hi, how are you doing, Mister Mister Singleton and Mister Kellner, and yeah. and they were like, oh no, Stacy's fine, Kyle's fine, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's down to earth though. Like, no, I, it I, is. I can, I can yeah. appreciate it because it's 
they're not they don't think so much of themselves. You yeah. know, like it's good to keep yourself grounded and keep level headed, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess when you're in that field, maybe that's the best thing. I don't, I don't know. And they're always willing to if I have a question about anything, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 I I thoroughly enjoy where I work and everybody I work yeah. with. See, and my 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 field, they specifically tell you like ask questions, please. Like yeah. we want to help you. Like we want you to do good. Like you know, and I get it. So it's it's nice to have that where you can ask questions and you don't have to feel judge you don't have to feel like they're pissing all over you or mm-hmm. trying to like strong arm you into being their little bitch like you know <laughs> because i've dealt with those before you don't have right? somebody trying to stab you in the back yeah trying well, to get you fired for some uh, for some nonsense plenty of times even at my last job and i was just sitting there going like it's like i know you know <laughs> i tell people like that, that dude's a snake in the grass mm-hmm. careful what you say because he you know it but it's so hard. It's so easy to I say hard. It's so easy to tell because when you see someone that talks about like talks shit about everyone to you except for you, you know they're talking shit about you to everyone else. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, come on, bro. Why you got to be that way? <laughs> there were uh, there were plenty of snakes at plenty of snakes still at OMD. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I've got I've still got you know good. The best man at my wedding is is you know somebody that works over there, and I still talk to him. Weekly, almost. You know, I think most places probably have one or two. You know, like it's it's a common enough. It's just like bad bosses. Like I think every job you go to, that there's somebody there, and you're just like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." no, I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. My my job (laughs) yet. Maybe I'm lucky, and there isn't one. But like most jobs I have, there's always that one. There's at least one. One, what's it got? One person, and I'm just like, I see you. I I see where you at. It's all right though. We're gonna. I remember, <laughs> but my other my other thing is just keep your mouth shut. Like, look, I don't really want to know if what you think about everybody else. Like, you can tell me, but I ain't gonna say nothing to nobody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like the word snitch, but like, I'm not telling anybody anything. You yeah. know, like unless you're potentially harming our clients, like that would be the the line. You know? Yeah, but just if doing something ridiculous, yeah, if you're just talking out your ass, like. I don't like drama and I don't like the bullshit. And like, I don't, I'm not going to insert myself into that if I can avoid it, you know? So, uh, dealt with enough of that at my old jobs. That's, that's how it was, man. I just keep my mouth shut, nod my head, smile, laugh, <laughs> you know, and then just keep doing what I'm doing, you know? Uh, especially when you're stuck with like someone over you and, and you know that they just shouldn't be there. Yeah. And then they're self-conscious and have no confidence in themselves. So it manifests in the worst kind of way. You're just sitting there going, come on, man, <laughs> just, I'm your friend. Like I'm, I'm here to help you. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> so it happens anyway, I guess we'll take our first intermission folks. Uh, We'll be back in a second, but we're going to go AFK for a second. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back. We had us an intermission, and now we are having adult beverages. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm drinking terrible Trulies. I do not like these drinks. I do not like any drinks like this. I don't like seltzers. But I forgot to put my beer in the fridge, so it's it's, it's not cold, and these are cold, and my wife's not going to drink them, so... I hate wasting. Yeah. So I'm going to drink. Might as well. Even though I don't really care for them that much. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Robbie's having a little whiskey and Sprite. Not not too much. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't have uh, glass. We didn't have ice. (laughs) Uh, So he's he's drinking it hot for y'all. But 
It'll do. It'll do. It helps loosen up. I, I like drinking a little bit when, when I'm talking. You know, yeah. It's fun. So, all right. So, we talked about our work lives. Um, now, for the fun part, we get to talk about how we met. <laughs> in some of the old school days. I Look, I'll never forget how I met you and Mike. <laughs> Go ahead and tell them. I, it, I still remember it clear as day because it started one of the most unholy obsessions. Yes. And I fully <laughs> I fully blame you, Mike, and Daniel. You're welcome. Daniel. For, Daniel, my, for me dropping out of college the first Daniel time. Started, Daniel started because of us, too. And hey, he's gonna be he's gonna be a guest eventually too. Yeah, yeah. He, Where is he, it? Is he is he still living he's around still, here? He's still in like Bill Platt. I yeah, think, okay. In the Bill Platt area. So he's got a kid and a wife. Yeah, I, I have him on Facebook. So. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget I, it though. I can't wait to do it with him. But it yeah. was it was just one random day at LSUE yep. in the union. Yep. You and Mike were, uh, I think my some of my friends had class or something, and I, I still had a break. You and Mike were just sitting at a table playing Magic the Gathering. Yep. I just walked up and I was like, "Hey, is is this Magic the Gathering?" And y'all said, "Yeah." I said, "Would, would y'all mind teaching me?" Yeah. Oh yeah. We're and, all about. And you too. and Mike were like, "Yeah, go ahead, sit down. We'll explain it." And you know, I just you know, I introduced myself. Y'all mm-hmm. introduced yourselves, and then it, that was it. It was off to the races. I was broke yeah. by the end of the day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you look in front of you on this table right here, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of that? magic. Oh, I still so, got a box. I don't. I don't. I normally don't buy anymore because. So when you started playing, they would release two sets a year. Now they're releasing three sets a year, and each set has like two different, two different vari- like two different separate like mini sets or something. I think like it was. That. So, t- I think tenth edition had just come out. Yeah, when I it was around tenth edition because that's when we, we were in the lair. But um, uh-huh. so like I don't I can't keep up with it. Like I'm not going to laugh yet to go to the tournaments very much. I do go every once in a while though. Yeah, but, uh, it's just not my thing anymore. But the reason I have these. Because these are Dungeons and Dragons Magic the Gathering cards. So these oh. are Into the Forgotten Realm. Oh, these are like an actual crossover type so of So these thing. have Dritz in them. Specifically. I pulled Dritz at least twice. Huh. So Dritz, um, uh, the dwarf. Why, why am I spacing? Um, anyway, they have some, they have Dungeons and Dragons characters. No, yeah, no characters. Wow. They have dungeon cards now so you have you can play monsters that allow you to enter the dungeon and then you can play another spell card or something that allows you to move forward in the dungeon and when you move forward in the dungeon you'll get like draw a card gain two life gain three life and you have rare cards where if you completed the dungeon they get such and such bonuses the one thing i do like they have d20 rolls now (laughs) so it comes with a d20 nice Uh, you buy the booster the booster box which well, I bought a whole booster box, and then I bought like a booster pack, and it comes with a d20. So you'll have a spell. It's like three mana for the spell, right? So you roll a d20. If you get under 10, you do two points of damage. If you get, uh, let's say, like 10 to 18, or 10 to 19, you do four damage. But if you roll a mat 20, you do 10 damage. <laughs> Stuff like that, right? I love it. That's love fantastic. It. I'm going to play. My buddy Jake wants me to try uh, like playing through like webcam. Yeah. Because they have apps for it these days and stuff to help out so, yeah um i want to play i want to build some decks just with these cards though because i don't want to play with that else. yeah but you know we played a lot of dungeons and dragons together and like i love it and i love the forgotten realms and i love drits so like these cards i was just like i have to buy them for if no other reason just to collect yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and i do have a couple drits and i uh i do have um his cat his black panther um 
I, I'm spacing on all their names right now. But anyway. I don't know enough of the, the lore uh, of the characters to, to help fine. you out either. It's, it's a 40-book series. Like, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I've read them all. I've kept up with them. but I know enough about D&D to know that I am very much looking forward to Baldur's Gate 3 video game. Yeah, I know you are. You, you're heavy into those games, too. Yeah, well, because the developer... I played the two previous games that the developers, uh, Larian Studios, mm-hmm. they made the Divinity Original Sin games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played one and two. Gotcha. They're both phenomenal. As far as... like, cause, And they really are a D&D kind of game. Mm-hmm. Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2. In, in the sense that and Larian had even said that in their interviews. They said, we want you to have the amount of freedom in the game as you would in like a D&D campaign yeah, yeah. to where if you wanted to go through the game and just murder everyone, yeah. you, you can, can. You can. And yeah. you can still complete the game. Yes. Yes. And. Ooh, it's tedious to make. It is. But I mean, it's, it's the same and caliber it was all game. Kickstarter. Yeah. Divinity Original Which Sin awesome. 1 and 2 mm-hmm. were both purely Kickstarter yeah. funded. And then they struck a deal with Wizards of the Coast. Got thrown a bunch of money nice. to make right. Baldur's Gate 3. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. And Baldur's Gate 3 has been in early access for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, but COVID's one of the reasons yeah. why. Well, what a, hey, look, whatever it takes to fine tune it, though. Like, that's the other thing. Because early access means they're, they're like an alpha or a beta stage. Yeah. You which can, means uh, they're constantly fixing stuff. Right. right? They've added from, because I, I, I paid for the early access. You know, as soon oh, yeah, as it yeah, released, yeah, yeah. I played. You can play through the entire first act. Nice, okay. Um, and then, ba- and if you're, if if you want to say have the same like expectations as Divinity Original Sin one and two, there's three acts, so about a third, twenty five to thirty percent of the game mm-hmm. you can play right now. And since they've done it, they've added. Uh, they haven't had all classes yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is still early access. Yeah, yeah. Well, but they hold something back. You know. They've added two classes. Um, they added. They haven't added races yet. Not all. They haven't added all races. Yeah. They said when they started the project, they said we want to have the entire player's handbook. Nah. Races, pl- classes, subclasses. If it's in the player's mm-hmm. handbook, with the standard yeah. fifth edition player's handbook, mm-hmm. it's gonna be in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna buy that game. So. And it's up to four. It's on Steam. Huh? It's on Steam. Oh, it. uh, it's going to be up to four player co op. About to be money spent then. <laughs> it's yeah. about to be. No, between so, between that and Total War Warhammer Three. Yeah. Huh. I, I finally have a computer that can handle it all. This baby can handle everything. This is computer's like two months. Have old. you ever looked at Total War? No. Are you into strategy games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need to look at Total War. Okay. They okay. they they put the franchise on sale for it. and. and so, Total War Warhammer 3 is supposed to be coming out in Warhammer. February, I want to say. February mm-hmm. 17th. I'd be willing to bet that in the weeks leading up to it, they're going to have a massive sale on 1 and previous, 2. Yeah. And, and all of the DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to check it out. It's, it's fantastic. I don't know if I have the time for that. We'll see. Um, so, if... If you've never really looked at it, so there's the over there's the world map which functions kind of like a civilization, like a 4X style mm-hmm. Civ game. But then when battles occur between armies, now you, it switches to a, a real time strategy like StarCraft mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very, very fun game. That's pretty cool. So but back on track, Magic Gathering. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we met because of Magic Gathering. Me and Mike were playing it in the student union. Uh, at LSU, um, 
maybe not skipping class, maybe skipping class, because I'm not going to say we haven't. Eventually we skipped class. But eventually, I mean, we used to skip class and go to Donald's, bro. We <laughs> <laughs> just, Mike and I together, man, I love him. Like, I haven't seen him in years, to be honest with you now. Yeah, me neither. Because he, um, well, I mean. He's got his PhD now. Yes, he has a PhD. He did 12 plus years of schooling at an accelerated rate for a lot of it. Because he, in case y'all don't know, I, th- I think I've talked about it before. But so Mike, Mike ended up going to UL and he got a du- double bachelor's at the same time. One mm-hmm. biology and one chemistry. He's a biochemist now. Right. But he did this at the same time. He was taking 27 uh, credited hours a semester. He had to get special dip- dispensation from his uh, dean to do that. Yeah. Anything after a certain amount of credit hours, you have to get approval. Huh. But he did it. Now, one of the reasons me and him don't hang out anymore, which there's no bitterness between either of us, because like I called him one day and I talked to him. I was like, look, yeah. I saw I ain't even bothering you, but I know you're busy. Like this guy would get four hours of sleep and then he'd work and then he would study and then he was in the military. So like he didn't have time. And the issue with me and Mike is when we get together, we're like, we're each other's hype men. <laughs> and, and look, we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of crazy things, but like, it's not always great. <laughs> Wasn't great for college because we would skip classes and, <laughs> and like he needed to buckle down and he needed to focus on his schooling. Yeah. And then I was with Mary at the time. So like uh we're just kind of divergent. It's not that like we're we're still friends. Like we you know, we're oh, not yeah. as close as we used to be, but like it, it's just understood. Like he was going through school and then after he got his double bachelor's, he had to go to Arkansas, then he had to go to San Antonio. So it's like, you know, and he's doing work the entire time mm-hmm. and doing Air Force and, and everything else. So um, but when we're together, it's always fun. Right. We always had a blast. We we're always getting into shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> when we were single, it was worse because like we were getting into a lot of shenanigans. Um, but um, so it wasn't out of the norm to see us playing Magic or uh, you would catch me playing World of Warcraft on my laptop in the student union or in class sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, depending on what class it was. Yeah. Uh, Skipping class. I was um, I was partial to the emulators at the time. Yeah, yeah. I had quite a few SNES emulator. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If if it was a particularly boring day in class, yeah. that's what and, I and had. This is and this is before like this is before iPhone, not too far before iPhone, but this is before like I think like the first iPhone had come out. Maybe, but like I remember having like the Motorola Motorola Razor flip phone. Oh yeah. And Mike sending me like two girls, one cup. <laughs> 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 okay, so so for all you people out there who are used to like the nice advanced technology we have, like I had a flip phone that had like a you know a crappy colorized like video photo. You, you could do. count the pixels on the screen. You can count the pixels. Like <laughs> we had ringtones. You would like oh, record yeah. ringtones and then like have those. You could pay for them, but going on the internet was expensive. Like oh, and don't let your parents find out that you went on. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then like Mike would send me this, like we would connect via Bluetooth yeah. and he would send me these things and I'd be like, Oh, the burgeoning days of the internet. Oh yeah. 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 So like, you know, uh, these days it's way easier. I mean, hell, if you have a, uh, iPhone, you can just airdrop people random shit if you wanted to, you know, like, um, but, um, we had a lot of fun in college. We met you. We met Daniel that way. Same thing. 
We saw us playing Magic one day. Got curious. Well, no, he he played Magic. Yeah, he had that, played, but he got back into it because of us. He like <coughs> he liked the mono red deck. He was a damage dude. He had the sliver deck so, too. Didn't then, he had or no? Mike had the sliver. Mike deck. had a sliver deck. He Daniel might have had one too, but like Mike had a Mike had the deck. towering sliver deck. <sighs> Mike had that mill deck that was like two hundred something cards. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean that's how we met several people we know. Through nerd shit, you know, yeah. and we got closer with Daniel because Daniel would invite us to like New Year's Eve parties and stuff, and uh, come to find out like he was in the military too, so mm-hmm. he would go out on deployment, come back, and then like he'd be back for New Year's Eve, so he'd invite us over, stuff like that. So we, we had all kinds of fun with him. Uh, we met that. I think he came to the lair a couple times. Yeah. So we got. Oh yeah, time. I remember the lair. Uh, we used to play Magic there. Mike and I would judge uh, tournaments and stuff, and then I'd wreck shop on Halo. <laughs> Uh, then I started getting into Call of Duty, stuff like that. Oh, and then we kind of went and do, did our own things after that. Y'all started getting more busy with college. Well, I mean, do fire, yeah, fire I, I had left and I went to get hired by the OF, by OFD at that point. Yeah. And but then, we did still keep in touch. Mike with the UL started buckling down. Uh, I was with Mary at the time, but then I, I did go do like pipe on for. Mm-hmm. For a while, um, stuff like that, just working, being poor, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the struggle. Oh, yeah. Um, I had moved to Lafayette, too, for mm-hmm. a little while. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was an interesting experience. I lived there for like four or five years. Well, mm-hmm. I, the apartment complex I had moved to was was one of those where each room was it was it was University House on Bertrand. And they, you would rent out a room, not the whole apartment. Mm-hmm. So you would just get roomed with random people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And didn't then, I help you move there? You might have. I'm pretty sure I. I remember helping you move stuff there. You might have. I did because I remember lifting that bed. The two or futon or whatever the hell it was. No, because it it came furnished. I didn't have to move any furniture. I didn't have to move was, a bed in. There was might have been a dresser or might something. Have been a dresser. I'm trying. I remember something heavy. She yeah. called me like uh, our song to you. He was like, "Hey, you might help me move." I was like, "All right, okay." Yeah, we moved something. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a computer. Desk. Those were, that 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 was a hilarious duo to live with. Though one of the guys, he ended up he that worked was right off of Bertrand, though, wasn't it? Like, it was on Bertrand, right yeah, across from KF Field. That's that's the one I helped mm-hmm. you. I remember that. Uh, one of the guys, though, it was so funny because he he got a job. He worked at like some. Uh, after not aftermarket, but like they go, they do speakers and lights on vehicles. They do after aftermarket yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, on yeah, vehicles. Custom stuff. Yeah. Custom. That's the word. I, was word. I, I couldn't yeah. think of the word. <clears throat> he would do custom work on vehicles at like uh, for sound systems and all kind of stuff. And then he got this job to go work pipeline up in the pipeline in Pennsylvania. I yep. think it was. Mm-hmm. And so he just left to go do that and decided he was going to stop paying rent. Oh. And somehow thought that nothing would happen. I get home from the fire department one morning because our, our shifts were 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so I get back to my apartment one morning. There's an eviction notice on the door Damn. for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he didn't come back until like two or three weeks after his court date for the eviction. Oh. And I was like, bro, when he got back, I said, like, dude, you, you got evicted. Oh, they're not going to do shit. 
okay. They want their money. Bro. Yeah, yeah. They sure showed up, put all of his stuff like in the hall and locked his door. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to get mad. <laughs> Dude, nah, you stop you stopped paying same, rent. Bro. Like and look, some of the people that do pipeline ain't the smartest people on earth, but uh you're making money, like you can pay your rent. They pay you per diem, so like they pay you to stay somewhere anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, why can't you just pay your rent or or get your ass home for a weekend, put all your stuff in storage, and just don't pay rent anymore? Like, now nah, maybe he had a lease. I don't know, but uh, there's a lot better ways to handle that than doing what he did. I guess <laughs> yeah. is, is what is what I'm trying. Well, to I say. mean, he he was. I think he was the same age or a few years younger than I was. So at the time. What twenty? I was probably twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, and so he was maybe twenty, twenty one. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. So you know, he's a young lad in a big, big world. <laughs> as as with most people that age that yeah. make that kind of we money, you're a bit decisions. of yeah, yeah. Oh, I look back at my twenty one, twenty two year old self and go, bro, I was stupid as hell. I spent a lot of dumb money at, at dumb places that I shouldn't have spent money on. <laughs> Like, look, you want a word of advice? Whiskey from the store is a lot cheaper than whiskey at the club. Just, <laughs> just let you know. Yeah. Just you don't even have to get dressed up. <laughs> just <laughs> hang out at the house. You can invite your friends over to the house too. Mm-hmm. Order some hot and ready. I don't know what to tell you. Just it's, it's still cheaper. It's still all cheaper. You know, and, and look, I think there's. I mean, there's a certain aspect of college life where you, you want to go party. You want to go be free and not worry. Yeah. About so I get it, but like. There's some better decisions that could be made by people around that age range who just don't know, <laughs> you know. And then ten years later, they're like, "Fuck, <laughs> got all this debt. Why did I party so much?" <sighs> you know. Um, I'm one of those people, so like, no, yeah, I, uh, not anymore. But I, I've been there, you know. Could have made some better decisions. Well, but you learn from them, though. You, yeah. you, there's some you you want to make some it's, mistakes. It's the part of the life thing. Yeah, you just have to learn. Yeah, you do need to make some mistakes, but just don't make like you know life ruining mistakes if you can help it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but yeah, that was a fun time in my life. Yeah, I, I well, you you talk about. Uh, about li- not life ruining decisions, but so when when I decided I was gonna drop out of college to go just be a, a fireman professionally, yes. uh, I didn't exactly drop out the correct way. Oh, which oh. which did come back to bite me yeah, in a yeah. bad way when I went when I decided yeah. ten years later yeah. to go back yeah, to UL. A, uh, a bunch of Fs, uh, Fs, or uh, I had a whole semester of Fs. Sometimes they would call them Ws or something. Some Ws are better. Bullshit. Or, w. I would have preferred uh, Ws. Yeah. Ws don't affect your GPA. Uh, okay, no Fs do though. Yeah. Fs do. Mm, yeah. So we when when I went applied to OFD and I went in and interviewed and all this kind of stuff and I I, I had decided myself. I don't want to do college anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to go back to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the stupidest things anybody could ever say about themselves is to use that word never. Yep. Don't ever say never. Just, <laughs> just say, I hope I don't. Because, <laughs> boy, I, I was certain that I am never going to go back to college. So what do I care about, you know, dropping out, you know, 
this way or that way because my mom had said, no, you, you need to either finish this semester or go to the office to do the yeah. withdrawals and like you know all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was just like, whatever. I'm going to go in the union, play magic all day and or hearts. So, you know, I had another group of friends. Oh, we we'd play hearts. Yeah, we used to play that all the time. Hearts and then, and then another – or uh, uh, BS or – we'd play rummy. Yeah. Play a lot of rummy. All that. Yeah. And then some of us would go in the SGA office and – Play King Griffey's mm-hmm. <laughs> baseball on the N64 all day. But I didn't do any. I just stopped going to class. I, in fact, I even showed I showed up for finals because I, I did make a promise to my mom. I said, fine, I'll show I'll take my finals. I'll I'll go all the way to finals. But I didn't I didn't do any work. I didn't take any tests. Yeah. Like I just straight yeah. up stopped showing up. Yeah. I showed up to one like, of the you finals. Didn't make a zero, but you made a very low F. <laughs> yeah. Well no, like well, because I had done half a semester's work. Oh, okay. But yeah, then, like, the second half, pass, no. And so, like, one, I mean, your finals are probably worth, like, a good 20, 30% your grade, but that's still not enough if you right. go half the semester. Right. So, one of my professors, I, I remember walking in for the final, and he looked at me like, oh, you're still in the class? <laughs> I said, yeah. And he said, hold on a second. And, like, he pulled out his grade book and, he, and a calculator. He said, just to let you know, even if you make a perfect 100 on the final, you're not going to pass the class. I said, Oh, all right. And then I turned around and walked out. I was like, ah, I'm not going to waste my time then. And so that entire semester is just straight Fs. That is forever on my transcript. Mm-hmm. And so even when me as an adult decided to go back to UL and start taking classes and I'm disciplined and I'm motivated and I'm there for a reason and I'm going to yeah. make great. And I've made almost a 4.0 my first four semesters. Yeah. None of that meant a damn thing as far as my overall GPA because I had that. Yeah. One, I still have that one semester of all apps. Well, you would think they would be smart enough to understand, which I think in some part they probably are. But like, it's just so stupid how they can hold on to it. Yeah, like the way I see it. But that, take, I mean, it's yeah, it take, is what it yeah, is. But if you go take those classes again, then, then your best grade should cover the rest. You know, it should. It but should it's it, it. Yeah, it's it's a racket, bro. No, it's a yeah. fucking racket. Like. Look, there's valid reasons to go to college. I'm not arguing anything like that. But to say that they don't take advantage of, of your screw-ups or take advantage of the systems in place, like, I went – because I went back to college after LSU. I went to SLCC in, 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 yeah. in Lafayette, and I passed some of my classes. But I also had to drop some – or, like, I had some classes dropped, and I didn't want them to be dropped. Like, my guys' counselor, when I went get scheduled, I scheduled, like, 15 hours. One of them was um, – an online algebra class. I algebra one and two and online. And it was worked six credits. It was a big class, right? Mm-hmm. And I needed it. And um, so I did that, scheduled two other classes. Went to go to my algebra class. I wasn't on the roster. What? Go talk to my guy's counselor. Apparently, they accidentally dropped me. But, <laughs> but since it's, a, yeah, they blame me, first off. Well, you should have known. You should have said something like, you gave me but it paper. was registered. <laughs> like, we registered it, and then, like, I think what happened was is I changed the class, and then they accidentally dropped it, and then I didn't notice. They didn't notice, but I had my old my old schedule, so, like. Yeah. And then, because it's an online class, Louisiana has this, had this stupid law. I don't know if they still have it. By the time they had this stupid law that you can only have, like, 20 people in that class at one time. So, when I got dropped, someone else took it. Now you the class is get back full. in. So, then you have to get special permission from the dean. Go talk to the dean. He's like, oh, well, you should have noticed. It's your fault. No, I'm not letting you do it. Well, fuck. So now I go from 15 hours to, to six hours. Because I just lost this big-ass class. 
you know, or whatever, however much. You know, no, I lost yeah. about basically half my credits. Right. And a class that I needed for remedials. I needed the math. Right. So, like, after that, I was just like, this fucking bullshit. You know, and they, and they do. They take advantage of you. They tell you it's your fault. But it's like, no, I told you what I wanted. You made a mistake. And because I didn't come back and make sure you do, do your job right, I got fucked. Which, which is very realistic in life. But, like, the point is, is, like, take it. Admit that you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. You but they would never do that. No, but that's that's my, my whole point. It's a power dynamic. Yeah. And they're not going to breach that power dynamic. To, to admit that, hey, they fucked up. Yeah. But it's just like college. Like, CJ had to take like a whole extra semester because they decided to change the curriculum for his degree when he had a year left. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, They've changed a lot just in the time that I've been there. And, and that's that's just the accounting department that yeah. changes its own but, curriculum but, but, and, a and, lot. Look, I understand it's complex. I understand it's hard. But it's like, look, if I start, if I get all my remedials done and I'm on that path to, let's say, getting your CPA, and these are the classes I need left. And there should be a contract between me and the college saying I can get these done. Well, right. You say that, but I, I think something did change so at least since then. Yeah. Because Which, I look, know. It's been a decade since I've been in college. Because so like, it's, it, I know for me, whenever you, whenever I, I would meet with my advisors mm-hmm. to look at what I need, what I have left to graduate. Yeah. You have a catalog, as it's called, of classes that you need in mm-hmm. order to get a degree. Yeah. And your catalog is based on when you start. Mm-hmm. So I have, and they still, they keep records. So all of the class changes don't really affect me mm-hmm. if I've already had them. Yeah. Because they, they look at, okay, well, when you started, what was the catalog at that time? I gotcha. So they maybe have hopefully learned I hope from. Because, so. and that's what I'm saying. When I was in college, I saw that happen to a couple of people. Yeah. Where they ended up having to take one or two more semesters. And like because of a change in that's curriculum, a, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot, you know. And this is at SLCC, but like, what well, they do that at UL, where your tuition is fucking expensive as hell, you know, because it's a it's a, a top ranked school, right. you know. Well, I say top ranked. It's just a bigger school, so um, yeah, it's a full university. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so like, because Mary, Mary graduated from UL, and they're like top five in nursing in the nation. When oh yeah, she graduated. Mm-hmm. So like, they definitely are top in some aspects in the college. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's three things at UL that are really nationally ranked. There's the nursing, mm-hmm. computer programming, and accounting. Yeah. That's their three big Yeah, things. and they do pretty good with it. So, yeah. um, but like, you know, I, I went through all that and I've had some bad teachers and just, or about bad professors, you know, and just, it kind of burned me on the whole college thing because like I got fucked. I, I got screwed out of some money. Like I had bad teachers. So like I was dealing with all this and I'm just like, college is just Bullshit. You know? yeah. It is unfortunate um, when you get those bad but, teachers. But like I said, it is necessary for some jobs. Like I, I don't want to discourage people from going, but I also want to encourage people who don't need to go to go do something else. Yeah. Like you know. Well, I, and I, I do think it's it's kind of ridiculous the the social norm that ha, that is as soon as you graduate high school, you should go to college. Yeah. Because I look at me when I when I met you and I look at me when I the, the new me in 2018 and, when I was ready to for college. Yeah, and the funny thing was is it's, you get so much more discipline. When I graduated from high school, I did not want to go to college. I wanted to take a year off. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And, like, my mom kept me like, no, you got to go now. You'll never go. And grandparents said the same thing. And then, like, what ended up happening was I got, like, a small scholarship from, like, the Rotary Club, the Mama Rotary Club. And that's pretty much what made the decision. Because mm-hmm. at that point, like, it was too late for me to try to get any grants or anything like that. Or student loans. So, like, how do I 
make the time because I pay tuition now. Yeah. Because there's a cutoff date. Now you can pay like a part of the tuition, and then once your grants go through, they'll pay cover the rest. So they'll carry you. You know. So that's what made me go. But I should have never went. I should have never fucking because what did I do that first year? Fuck around. Fuck around. <laughs> not go to class. Play Magic the Gathering. And look, yeah, it's my fault. Like, there's no one to blame but me. Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to oh, yeah, be a, not, like scapegoated. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was making bad decisions, but I knew from the get go that I shouldn't have gone because I was so burnt. But like, the thing is, is senior year football, like football, high school football, at a at a job, mm-hmm. I hang out with my friends. Like, I was going, like, planning on going to college. Like, I was already had a full schedule that entire year. So I was burnt at the end of that year because I just constantly was busy mm-hmm. all the time. If it wasn't, if it wasn't going to actual school, it was football practice, football games. And if I wasn't going to football practice, football games, I was going to work mm-hmm. on weekends after work. And then I'd have a little bit of time with my friends and I just do it all over again. So like, I was just burnt. I was like, I just need a break. Like, cause I put in the extra effort in school to, to make my A's and B's finish off strong, you know? So I did all that. Shouldn't have fucking went. Should have just, and I, I would have been better off if I wouldn't have went. If I would have waited the year, I probably have a degree right now. <laughs> I think you know? a lot of people would be better off if they wait a year or two to put themselves in the workforce to yeah. decide, like, well, is is college the route I want to go? Mm-hmm. You know, because you certainly don't need it. I mean, I could have stayed at OFD and made decent money yeah. by the end of it. Once I would have climbed the ranks a little yeah. bit more, but and you know, or any other profession. Yeah, that doesn't require yeah. a college and degree, it, and it goes to like the whole the whole like student loan things these days. You know, that's a huge political discussion. Oh yeah, um, and like, look, I have empathy for people. I understand people make mistakes, and I, I'm not a, against helping people, but I also am for holding people responsible for their decision making. Right. So, like, if you take out a loan, that's your responsibility. Yeah. Now, what I don't like is the government saying, "Hey, I don't care if you file bankruptcy." You're going to owe this money till the end of time. Right. I don't like that. Right. At the same time, I, I do view some college institutions as being a little bit predatory when it comes to money. Uh, some of the pricing is just ridiculous. Like you pay five years of tuition and fees. And then when you graduate, you got to pay $500 for your degree. To get your degree, you got to pay $500. And that's not including the other costs. <laughs> so it's like I gave you thousands of dollars over yeah. the last four or five years and you can't give me the fucking degree without me paying you for it. Yeah. Like what's it's stuff like that. You know, you feel like you're getting nickel to dime. That's what I'm saying. And they're, they're squeezing you for every penny they can. Yeah. And well, cause they know it's their last chance. Th- and that's what I'm saying. So like, I, I get that. I yeah. understand that side of it. And I understand that like, you know, they talk about student loan forgiveness. And I, I do think it would be beneficial to everyone, but look, I say that because it would just be more money spent on the economy. Yeah. But at the same time, you gotta hold people accountable for their actions, and that I, I feel strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to have to pay because you don't want to pay, right? And that's where I'm at. Well, because yeah, you you can't just you can't just erase all that money off the government's <laughs> well, books. But you're not you're not erasing it. Like the government's gonna pay for it. How are yeah. they gonna pay for it with your taxes? Yeah. Who's not paying taxes while they're in college? Because they're not working a job. And, the and people who are you, you're forgiving their loans. It like. doesn't fix. It doesn't fix the problem. No, because people it, are still going to make bad decisions. Yeah, they're still going to end up in a situation. It's where just a band aid. Yeah, it, that's all it is. And like, okay, so how do you fix that? Free education. Okay, um, free education. Well, then that's also a waste of tax money because 
like 30 to 40% of people who go to college never finish. Yeah. So they go to college, they waste that money, and then they don't finish. Or, and then the people who do finish get a stupid-ass degree. Yeah, so that's, like, that's the main thing. I think, I think if you want to help, like, if you want to stop the bad cycle of happening, you need to educate these kids before they go to college on what's – you need to pick the job that's right for you. Like, do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. We've been fed this since we were toddlers. Like, hey, you could, this is America. You can do whatever you want. Right. And it's true. But just because you want to do something doesn't mean it's lucrative. Right. Doesn't mean it's smart to take loans out for. Like, doesn't mean you even need to go to college in some cases. So, like, and I say this, but I went to Mamu High. Like, my teachers explained this to me at Mamu fucking high (laughs) that, like, you need to look into the field that you want to go into and make sure it pays what you want. Like, make sure it's right for you. Make sure there's jobs for it in the area. And I feel like if a podunk town like Mamu, Louisiana, can do that. I don't understand why everyone else can. Yeah. One of the worst states in education in the country, but my teachers were telling me, hey, like, pay attention when you go to college. Like, be careful what you go into because there might not be a job for it mm-hmm. in this area. And what are you going to do? You're going to get an arts degree and it's going to be worthless and you're going to have to move out of state just to pursue your job. Or you get a business degree and now you're a manager at Walmart and you're pissed off at the world. Because <laughs> I was a business major for mm-hmm. the two and a half years I went to college. I don't want to be a business major anymore because I saw what that takes you, where it takes you. It takes you making forty k as a, a, a manager of a corporation. Yeah, if you get just shit. a basic yeah. business administrative yeah. degree, yeah. yeah, it's not what you want to do. Like now, if you want to start your own business, it could teach you the techniques to, mm-hmm. to thrive. I, I agree with that. But if you're just going to go be a manager, like yeah, just work your way up. <laughs> In my uh, my macroeconomics class, uh, I had he was a he was a new professor at UL, and we got on the subject one day in class about uh, about the problem of student debt being quote unquote out of control, yeah, and about the rising costs in college tuition don't seem to be slowing down, yeah, and so this guy, my professor, Doctor Wagner, uh, he before he went to UL. He, well, I forget exactly what his title was, but he was fairly high up in the Chicago branch of the Fed. Mm-hmm. A very smart yeah. man. Yeah. Very experienced in global economy, yeah. or at least in the nation's economy, yeah. to, to, to have that the kind of position that he had. Yeah. Uh, and so people were kind of picking his brain about it. He said, well, he said, think about the the supply and demand of because we were you know economic economics mm-hmm. macroeconomics supply and demand it's the supply and demand of of a college degree mm-hmm. he said when as with anything he said that the government mandates something it's gonna drive up the price you look at Louisiana's uh, auto insurance we have some of the highest auto insurance in the nation yeah in no small part because it's mandated. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no incentive for competition. Yep. There's no reason for insurance companies to lower their rates because they know you have to pay for yeah. it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so that same concept is applied to student loans and to college tuition. Mm-hmm. If colleges know, if universities know, they can just keep jacking up tuition and the government is just willy-nilly handing out money to everybody regardless of a degree. Yep. And the job and and the the I would say the profitability of that person going into the market afterwards. Mm-hmm. What incentive do universities have to reduce their 
There's their cost no of tuition. Incentive. There is no incentive. Get paid no matter what. Exactly. So they don't care. And so what's the solution to that? Well, when my mom went to UL, when my mom went to college, well, she went to LSU first. But when she went, she just went to the bank. Yeah. I was like, I want to go to college. I want to, I need a personal loan to pay for my first semester's tuition. Yeah. That's, that's how she did it. It's yeah. just personal loans at the bank. And if, if it has to be a semester by semester thing where if you have a bad semester, the bank cuts you off. And, yeah. You know, it, it's not a solution people are going to like because, oh, well, what if, what if so-and-so fails? Well, at least you're only 5,000 in debt or 10,000 in debt instead of 50,000 in debt and can't get a job in theoretical dance or something. Yeah. Well, and like I said, that's the issue. You go get a job in theoretical dance and it only pays 20K a year, but you took 50K out in loans. Now what are you going to do? And then the only way to work that job is to live in a city where now you're paying. The cost of living is most likely much higher. You know, like it's just. It's It's the solution that people don't want. Yeah. Yeah. That people want some utopia kind of solution. And it's it's not realistic. I I like the concept of of like free education, but but the implementation of it and the ramifications of it. To some degree. To me. Want to be worth the free? <laughs> you have free education. Your high, high school is free education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up to and up oh. to high school is free education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they want free college too. That's the whole point. It's not. It's not high school. It's but then the, college. But the all that does is move the bar. They eventually that they'll want yeah. free oh, yeah. free well, grad school, and, well, and, and, and it keeps know, going from there. Yeah, like you I'm have talking, to draw the line yeah, I'm, somewhere. I'm talking, like I'm talking about this with Travis and everybody else. Like, what happens if you make free college? If you make college free. Degrees are worthless now. Absolutely. Right? Because it's, it's it's supply and demand. Yep. Right? You have a, a, a higher supply and a lower amount of demand. So you're going to get this degree and... It's, it's an inflation of that's what I'm education. It, it, is. It's, 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 it is. It is. It is actual... You're inflating of, yeah. education. You're putting the burden of the cost on the taxpayers. And then the people who wash out and don't finish college, that's a straight up negative on the taxpayers because you're not going to see any benefit from that. Yeah. Um, and then the ones who do get degrees, well, now they can't even find a job in their field because there's an oversaturation in the market. Because everybody's got degrees. So, so then you start looking so at who's got the go, graduate so degrees. Now you're going, yeah, now you're going up to, to your bachelor, uh, your masters, your masters, your yeah, yeah. PhDs. So it's like, oh, well, that's another four years. Well, now you're student debt again because those aren't. For, and right? rents repeat, and we're back to square one. So it's yeah. So the best, the only way to solve it is to start from the get go <laughs> and say, hey. This is the decisions you need to make before you decide to go to college. And like I said, I don't know why bump up my move, my teacher. Maybe it's just those teachers, right? No. There are some great teachers there. But I'm just saying, like, when I'm in the, like, uh, one of the small, the one night town in in Louisiana (laughs) that's, you know, 50th in in the nation of 50 states in education. And I 500 people live there. Yeah. And I learned this, uh, you know, what, 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, how is it you don't know that today? Like that's that's my question. It would, if 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 it's not being told to everyone, it should be. It it would take a a monstrous, gargantuan yeah. social change, a, a shift in well, mindset. They don't want that. that they no. just want they just want to make it free. People don't like solutions. People just want to make it free. That's a, I don't know. You know what? I don't want to pay for it at all. So just you pay for it. Because I don't want to have to work to, to get by. And like, I get the inflation argument. I get the, the minimum wage argument. Like, there's some shit that needs to get changed. But, like, Ooh. your solutions aren't exactly. I think, uh, 
I think the minimum wage should be zero. I agree, but people would lose their minds. They would. Oh, well, oh, you want little kids to work now? And I'm like, no, no. The problem is once you set that baseline, there's no competition. So if companies don't have to compete, if all they have to do is pay you that and they don't have to compete, that's what they're going to pay you. And then, and then what happens is what we have now, which is inflation keeps going up. Minimum stays the same. You raise minimum, cost of living goes up now, which also contributes to inflation again. So it's a hole with a bunch of bolts in it and you plugged one hole. Uh, it's a bolt with a bunch of holes in it. You plug one hole and then another one comes out. And then you think you're doing something, but you're not. It, it was a great day in class when in that in that macroeconomics class when we got on the subject of price floors, uh, which the minimum wage is is a price floor. Yeah. And to watch, you know, I mean, I was thirty at the time, and watch all these nineteen, you know, twenty year olds who were like, "Oh, minimum wage needs to go up," and like, oh, and so we get on the subject of minimum wage and how it actually affects the supply and demand equilibrium and. And to watch it all play out in the in the class, and then all of these kids see that and they go, "Oh, okay, maybe a higher minimum wage is not the best thing." Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you can see the light bulbs go off as as it clicked. Oh, I don't I don't understand why that isn't taught younger. Why isn't that like taught in more in high schools or at least? Uh, Maybe in other parts of the nation it is, but not here, not in Louisiana. No, no, it isn't. And there's a lot of ignorance just across the board. And, and look, when it comes to economics and everything like that, like there, there are definitely different viewpoints on how to accomplish things, and I respect that. But like, <laughs> there's a middle ground somewhere, and one side has nothing to do with it. The other side is going left field, and I'm just sitting there going like. We can fix it. We don't have to have a major overhaul. Like, it, we could just work on trying to make things efficient, and you'd probably get somewhere, you know. Um, but then so a lot of times I just kind of stay out of it because I'm just like, I don't feel like dealing with idiots, you know. Uh, it happens a lot. It's it's just like the whole political thing. It's COVID and all the other stuff. Sometimes I insert myself into conversations, and sometimes I'm like – I don't want to waste the next three days talking to people who don't even care or care to have a discussion. They just want to tell you you're wrong and then pat themselves on the back. Like, I did a good job today. You know, like, fucking, what did you accomplish? Nothing. Right? Nothing. I do have a lot of fun on the other 98% page, though. Oh, yeah. I see. I oh, see. You. Oh, I, I comment all the time. <laughs> and I have so much fun because they're so stupid. They are very dumb. And it's not even because, like, I'm. Like gung ho right right ear left ear or anything like that. It's just like, how can you be so blatantly it's, hypocritical? It's, and not just like you change your mind over the a year. It's like last month you said the exact opposite of what you're saying right now. Like they had a post recently where they're like, "Yeah, fuck the CDC." I was like, "Wasn't it like a year and some change ago you were you were not even people? like it was like last year you were dogging people for talking shit on the CDC and how they didn't trust them and now you're talking shit on them." Yeah. It's like, oh. or, or the same thing with the vaccines. While Trump was president, yeah. that's when the vaccines oh, were not, starting I'm to not, roll out. I'm not, I'm not taking Trump's vaccine. Exactly. And then the exact same <laughs> vaccine just because Biden says it's good. Everybody's like, everybody needs the vaccine. No, now, even though having it's the like, vaccine. It's the same one, Trump. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, or it's, it's like, just let's, let's just be honest. Uh, about it. Like, okay, look, I, look, hey, 
I got vaccinated. Okay. Yeah. I got my I got my double shot. I had to. I got vaccinated. I went. Ooh, I I got the single shot. I, I oh, went. Okay. I went extra extra oh, rogue. I got oh, the J and J. I got the Moderna. I got the J and J. I got the two shot Moderna. And look, <laughs> I didn't have no side effects. My arm was sore for like a day, maybe, and that was it. And look, I I think if you have a lot of comorbidities and you're of a certain age, an older. Oh yeah, age, if you're a high risk, absolutely. And a high risk, go get it. But if you're young, I don't think you need. If you don't I, have any comorbidities, if you're 20 years old and no comorbidities, why do you need to take this? You don't. If if UL hadn't hadn't prevented, because I the only reason I got it is because I wouldn't have been able to register. Oh, no, I know for yeah, my last no, semester. They make you do it. Yeah, I know. I understand. I had to. So, um, and like I had these conversations with people on there. I'm like, you do understand, like the vaccine doesn't mean you're not going to get it. It doesn't mean you're not going to spread it. It doesn't even mean that you're not going to die from it. No. Like, does it is it beneficial more than it's not beneficial? Sure. Probably. Like, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I was like, but you're telling people to go get it so they won't spread it. But like having the vaccine doesn't mean you're not gonna spread it. Yeah. And that's my point. Like, if you want to make the argument that look, if it can lessen the number of people in hospitals, because that's a good argument. That's an argument I can get behind. But if you're gonna sit here and tell me to go get the vaccine because it's gonna prevent people from dying, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. You can still pass it to people even if you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But now you're more lax. You're not gonna wear your mask or you're gonna act normally because oh I got vaccinated. I don't have to worry about shit. But then like you get people sick anyway. And then you get vaccinated and then or you have you end up getting going to the hospital anyway, even though you had COVID. Like what well, fuck, man. <laughs> I, I'm just I I had it like a couple weeks ago. And I never would have known. If I hadn't lost my taste and smell, which is is it's starting to come back now, uh, like the last couple of days, it started to come back. So like the week before Christmas, I had a cough for like a day. Uh-huh. It wasn't even like it was a mild inconvenience. I could probably count you know, on my hands and toes how many times I actually coughed in that twenty four hours. Yeah, it was hard. Like I, it barely even I barely noticed it. Yeah, and. I didn't think anything about it because it lasted a day. Yeah, and then that was that was like that was a couple days before going to see uh, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So that was around the fifteenth or so. Yeah, and then the day after Christmas, I realized by ch- it, we so we were at my in laws for for Christmas mm-hmm. there. We did it the day after Christmas, and I don't like shrimp. Mm-hmm. I accidentally because my mother in law was saying, "Oh, I think I put too much salt in in this dip." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, let me let me taste it and I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. And I could taste the salt. And she was and she knows I don't like shrimp. Mm-hmm. And so she does, that was the shrimp dip. And I was like, I, I, I don't taste the shrimp. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. But I didn't think anything of it. And then so we go whatever and get home that night and I go to take a shower and I'm like, can't I, I can't I can't smell my soap. Uh-huh. Damn it. Yep, so that was know. that, but that was all I had was that cough like mm-hmm. ten days before, yeah, yeah. and so it was like, see, I I didn't even I never would have known I had it. Well, yeah. come to find out, I must have given it to my parents because both of them have it. Oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. I must have given it to them for well, Christmas. That's part of the and they're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated. I did. I have no idea who I got it from. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I never went get tested because at this point, I mean now, now. I'm like well past two weeks yeah. after, so I'm nowhere near contagious See, now. The last time I had it, I uh, last year, when did I have it? Middle of the year, maybe. Mary was vaccinated; and she gave it to me. So Mary and the kids had it first, and then mm. and then I thought I was free and clear. Like I was with them in the house for like four days, no symptoms, nothing. 
they got better than I got all the symptoms. I was so aggravated. Well, and see, so, but like now I had like a rough two or three days where I had every symptom, fever, chills, headaches, sinus issues. I coughed so much that like my, my throat scabbed over like on the inside. Yeah. And I could feel the scab on the inside of my throat for like three days. Um, body aches, like fevers, nausea. I had to gamble, bro. Now, I didn't feel like I was going to die, but like I didn't feel You just good. felt sick. Yeah. yeah. I felt like I had the flu, essentially. Like a bad flu, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was never enough for me to want to go to the hospital. I'll put it through that way. Yeah. Um, and then I got over it. And I was fine. Mary was vaccinated. She had milder symptoms than I did, uh, but she was still sick for like two or three days. So about the same range, but milder. So like I could argue the vaccine probably helped her. She still had it. She could have still spread it, though. It is what it is. Uh, Somehow I didn't I lost, give, I didn't I lost give my it taste to, and smell, too. Yeah. It took months for me to fully get my, my taste back. And even then, some of the sweet things aren't as sweet as they used to be. I somehow didn't give it to Addie or Gemma. Yeah. Even though I, you know, and, uh, I, I but, know. but I gave it to my parents from the, the couple days over Christmas. That apparently. might be one of those weird, like, mother-daughter um, hormone breastfeeding concoction vitamin thing. It could be because, yeah, Addie's still, Gemma's nine months. She just made nine months. And, yeah, I, we're still yeah. we're still on breast milk. So I don't so know. So it could be could be part of that. Now Addie, they say there was that report way back when it all started that apparently type O blood, if if you have type O blood, mm-hmm. you are more resistant oh, and okay. you you had much milder symptoms. Because last Christmas, my parents this is the second time my parents get it. Mm-hmm. They had it last Christmas and gave it to Addie at Christmas. Somehow I didn't get it, and somehow Leighton, one of my brothers. Uh, didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Andy came in last Christmas. Yeah, but it doesn't really affect little kids. So, like when I say my kids had it, my kids felt bad for like half a day. Yeah, and then like the next day, like they slept, and then when they woke up, like we give them some medicine, and then they were fine the next day. Well, Addie was so five months pregnant. Positive, though, so. Oh yeah, that's good. Addie was five months yeah. pregnant when she got it, and Addie felt like feverish for a day. Yeah, at most, mm-hmm. and then that was it. And I was, it took her a couple months to get her taste and smell back. She did lose that as well. Yeah, but that's sucks. one of the last things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, mom, mom had a worse case. She, mom, it did end up with pneumonia after, but that mm-hmm. she, she was never on oxygen or anything crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dad, uh, dad barely had a symptom. It's it's weird how it affects different people so well, yeah, so differently. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. The, the disparity in genetics and everything like that, I, I could understand some people being more predisposed to negative effects as opposed to others. So, like, I'm not that surprised about it, but it is funny to see. Well, and, and not just that, but the infection rates. I mean, yeah. if last year for last Christmas, I said, let me say, two years ago now, because we're now in 22, uh, I, somehow Addie got it from my parents while we were there for Christmas, and I didn't. And then. I was going, I went visit some friends in Kansas City for New Year's. Mm-hmm. So we saw my parents that Christmas day. The 29th, I flew out to Kansas. Mm-hmm. I had a connecting flight in Dallas. No, Houston. I had a connecting flight in Houston. I land in Houston, get my cell service back. I see a group, my family's group chat. Dad said, hey, it just tested positive for COVID. Mom's going to get tested. You should all go get tested. I said, I just landed in well, well, I forget the the big international airport yeah. in Houston. I said, I'm not telling a goddamn soul no. 
because they're going to lock me in a closet for two weeks. For two weeks. Oh, no. So I said, like, I'm going to just keep my mask on and do whatever. So I get my connecting flight. I land in Kansas City. Check the group text again. Addie and mom were both positive. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, well, I'm still symptom-free, and I ended up, I ended up not catching it. Uh-huh. And that's crazy because that was four days after exposure that Addie mm-hmm. did catch it mm-hmm. and became contagious. Yeah. And even I didn't catch it from Addie yeah. from those days. And then now, apparently, I had it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Never gave it yeah. to Addie the or Gemma. The mildest of symptoms, too. The mildest of symptoms. Yeah. Never ran a fever or anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't give it to Addie, didn't give it to Gemma, but then gave it to my parents. Mm-hmm. Ha, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think, like, the problem I had with the whole ordeal is, like, there are justifiable reasons for some people to go get vaccinated, and there are justifiable reasons for some people to not get vaccinated, vaccinated and we need to understand the nuance of that instead of the hardcore just one side, right? Yeah. Both sides have some valid arguments. But those aren't the only ones, and that's what they need to understand. Uh, you know, I've told told my mom, go, hey, go get vaccinated. Told my grandpa, go get vaccinated before he got COVID. Mm-hmm. He did. Look what happened. Uh, he lived, but still, the point the point remains. Yeah. So it's, it's like like just use your heads, right? Yeah. And then my problem is is like the government's not promoting any other kind of like self help uh, health care. Like yeah, it's like this care, is the take, only way take to fix care it. of yourself or. Yeah treatment regimens like vitamins or anything like that. Like there are some stuff that can help you reduce your risk or help with the symptoms. If you get COVID early and you know, you have COVID early, you can take these vitamins and and lessen the chance of you needing to be hospitalized. There's a ton of other stuff, but like all they're going to be like is no, no, just just go get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Like don't take the vitamins. Don't take care of your body. Like just trust this thing. That's not even actually a vaccine. Right. Right. And that's, that's my issue with it. And, and then, like, now you have, like, the CDC cutting their timetable in half for healthcare workers. If they get COVID, they can go back to work in five days. Mm. Or they have to go back to work in five days. But it used to be 10, right? And then now, yeah. and then now the CDC is saying, oh, well, if, you know, if a patient, which I, I get the reasoning, but, like, if a patient, like, the American Heart Association um, just... I think Mary was talking about this. They just like approved um, or just said that like if someone's going to cardiac arrest, like you don't have to put on your PPE before you go in the room, like just go in the room. And I understand time's a sensitive right. issue, but before they need to put their PPP on, PPE on, personal protective equipment people, if you don't know what PPE is, uh, I know you do. Uh, I do too. Um, you you got to put that on before you go in the room. And that, that's to protect everybody, right, from mm-hmm. COVID. It's like now – we don't give a shit no more. Like, go back to work. <laughs> we, you know, it's just, it's such a, it's a flip side of the coin from a, a year ago or two years ago where everyone was telling, you know, our healthcare workers, specifically our nurses, and our doctors, mm-hmm. these heroes who are putting their lives on the line to help you out. And then now, like, the CDC uh, is just shitting all over them with these new regulations. Like, obviously, you don't care anymore. That's a huge problem, you know? And I think you, What's gonna happen is you're gonna lose a lot of nurses. Like you're gonna lose these healthcare workers. Oh yeah. And like, what are you gonna do when you don't have enough people in the hospitals? And 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 now, like, you know, you're, you're complaining that the hospitals are overflowing, and you don't even have the people to take care of the ones that are there. And why? Because you're fucking stupid, and you don't care about them. Yeah, my dad and I, <laughs> my dad and I talked a lot about that uh, when they were talking before 
whatever uh, what was it the Supreme Court or whoever overturned the vaccine Biden's uh, vaccine mandate. Yeah. Um, but when that it, was starting to be, it was the Supreme Court violation of personal yeah. rights. Like. So back when, like, Lord, so one of my dad's best friends works for Lords, mm-hmm. and uh, and you, I, I know several other people in the medical yeah, field. Yeah, my wife did. And, she still technically does, but it's different. Right, but when when the hospitals were saying, you know, we're going to start mandating that employees, you know, you have until this date to get it, or you you find another place to yeah. work. My dad and I are like, you know, we talked a lot about it, and, and it, it really is a lose-lose situation for the hospitals. This is probably one of the dumbest things they could have ever oh. said because, like you said, if you are already saying you're overworked and understaffed, mm-hmm. and then you're going to risk, let's say conservatively, 5% of your employees decide that they'd rather just go work somewhere else yep. or, or just quit or yep. you know whatever than to get the vaccine. If you just lost 5% of your staff, do you think you're overworked and understaffed now? Yeah. Let what? How, what benefit do you have from this? There, there, you there you really, don't have one. There really isn't any. You know, like the smarter route is to say, okay, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then then we're gonna you're gonna have to get tested, right? You're gonna have to get tested to work. You have to wear your PPE and you have to get tested. And I think that's fine. If you rather get a needle, a, a, mm-hmm. a syringe up your nose every day. And get tested and wear your mask and go to work and but not be vaccinated. Fine, do it. I think that's the, the legitimate way to. It's gonna cost more money. But, yeah. But well, then that that the question becomes who's who's paying for that that testing. Oh, oh I understand, but you already have the medical profession, so all you really need is the test, yeah. right? And then I mean, the NFL does it, right? They they, te- they literally <laughs> test all their players, not only their players, their staff, everybody, every day. When they go to facilities every day, they get tested. That's crazy, right? I don't know. If, I don't know if they stopped doing it once COVID regulations, but like they did it for the entire season. Like they had contact tracing. Now they put some money into it, obviously. Yeah. But like, if you're the hospital and you have, you don't have to pay nurses to do it. Like, I mean, well, you don't have to pay them more. You already have nurses on the staff. They're already mm-hmm. getting paid, so just use them. Yeah. Utilize them for an hour. Everybody gets a turn, right? Just stick swab up people's noses, run the test, do your thing. You could do that. And then PPE, you already need PPA anyway. So yeah. like, what's 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 the difference? And if you're testing people, at least then you know, hey, whether or not you have it or whatever, you know. Instead of saying, oh, well, you're vaccinated, you're good, but then you're not really good because you still have to do all those other things anyway. Yeah. And then if you show any kind of symptom of anything, you got to get tested anyway. So like, is the vaccination really necessary? And then the other, what about other like the bigger picture? problems that I have with how the 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 vaccine has been pushed is is it's it's pushed with this mentality that if everyone gets vaccinated then we can eradicate the virus and it'll be gone forever and that's just not true like it's I, there was an immunologist I saw that testified in front of Congress earlier in in 21 talking about how the by the time you start showing symptoms it's lived it's it's just like the rhinovirus and and influenza virus Mm -hmm. it lives in your sinuses for days before it enters your Mm -hmm. bloodstream it's virtually impossible to eradicate this stop treating it like it's smallpox yeah you we eradicated smallpox it's a very different family of virus that's what i'm saying it's It's, but the treatments you're getting on 
actual true. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about like the 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 social the mentality yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's yeah, been pushed yeah, to the yeah. populace yeah. is is misleading in in because it's given it's it's pushed with this idea that if everyone gets vaccinated, coronavirus will go away yeah. for good. It'll be completely but, gone, but it, won't. but it can't. No. Not not only it won't, it can't. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be just like the flu, like. There's going to be a it's new shot be, every year. Yeah, it's going to be just like There's going to be a new variant. Yeah, like, I mean, just look now. We've had, I mean, this is, we're going on two years. We're yeah. about to make our the two-year anniversary, yeah. and we've had, what, five variants? Yeah. Or something, four or five something variants. Like that. And um, there's just going to, there's going to be another two or three variants every year. Yeah. Like, just, it's. Yeah. Getting at sick of point, it. At what point do you decide, hey, let's treat this like we treated the flu for 20 years, 30 yeah. years? I, I've been saying since since the lockdown started, and people were saying, man, I wonder when we can go back to normal. I said, we can go back to normal when the people have had enough yeah. well, and decide to go back to normal. Like, in our state, a lot of people, should, unless you go to New Orleans or, or like heavily left, left-leaning left cities, a lot of people around here quit giving a shit a long time ago. And I noticed it when, uh, when we got hit by the last big hurricane. When that hurricane hit uh, Lake Charles uh-huh. and de- utterly destroyed it, everyone around here quit giving a fuck about COVID. They quit oh, wearing masks. They quit worried about it. Why? Because we have more important things to worry about. The only places that really care about masks now are hospitals. Yeah. Well, New Orleans right now is pretty like. Well, yeah. And Orleans, out, outside of New yeah, Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans is about to pass regulations where any kid over the age of five needs to be vaccinated or in order to go into into a facility. Has it even been approved for that young yet? <sighs> They're arguing that it, it can be, but it's utterly pointless because kids don't really get COVID or suffer mortality from COVID. Yeah, the they have no statistics COVID, COVID, are... Like, there's, no, there, there's absolutely no reason. There's yeah. It's more of a risk for them to take the vaccine than it is for them to get COVID at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's more dangerous. So I don't understand the reasoning, but it's... It's one of those political things where it's like we're going to make a statement by we're going to be hardcore. You like, got to protect the children. If yeah, you're against yeah. this, then you just oh, don't care about children's lives. You don't care about people anymore. It's like fuck you, <laughs> you know. And like like I said, I'm one of those people who try to see both sides. Like I get the arguments, and there there are some rational arguments to be made on both sides. But when you when you start to, like towing the party line and being like, no, it can only be this way. That's when I'm like, yeah. Here's two middle figures, motherfuckers. Because like, that would be fucking stupid. And I, look, I'll say the same thing about the right side. Sometimes they be crazy about. Yeah. It's like, oh, the government's gonna chip me. I was like, I've heard that this several times. I'm like, okay, hold on. You have a cell phone? Well, well yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the government already knows where you are. Yeah. Go ahead, like, talk to your phone right now. Tell your government agent hi because they're probably listening. <laughs> Like yeah, that's like, then now you get to that whole my yeah. FBI guy meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're worried about fucking chip when you walk around with yeah, you know, a, a device that is constantly hooked up to the internet and, and constantly feeding everyone data. Yeah. yeah, have you ever talked about something and then all of a sudden Facebook has an ad for it like a day later? You know, or Amazon or eBay exactly. or Google. So like, come on, it's man. always listening. Let, let's let's just be rational. Aren't about you this. FBI guy? Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think my name's my guy's name's Tim. Uh, you know, and he he moonlights as like an accountant. No. You know, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from depressing political bullshit. <laughs> Like oh yeah, because because I I want to get into some I want to get into some MCU talk. That's, I want to talk about Spider Man. So that's what we're about to do. We're going to take our next intermission, and when we come back, we're going to spoiler the fuck alert. <laughs> Spider Man 
So if you haven't seen no Spider Man yet, was it? it was nice chatting with you. Yeah. No way home, right? That's the. It's, yeah, no way home. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Far from Home was yeah, the last was, one. Yeah, that was the one where he was with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shadow was a good one too. But anyway, oh. y'all prepare y'all assholes for like a bunch of spoilers. Okay, <laughs> We're, we'll see y'all in a second. Welcome back. We are uh, back from our little hiatus. Starting to get a little tired, but it's all right. It's the last. We're gonna thing. power through it. We're gonna power through <laughs> it because the, the fun stuff is about to start. Uh, again, spoiler, spoiler alerts. Um, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie or any MCU or, or any MCU <laughs> movie, if you've never heard of Spider-Man, like um, we're about to talk about him and other Spider-Mans and uh, all kinds of stuff. So this is your fair warning. Because after this, like, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. I, gave you, I gave you the opportunity to not listen to this. Um, otherwise, enjoy. Yeah. Because it's time to talk about <laughs> it. I think, you know, I, I was nice. I didn't go on the internet, talk about it, and ruin it for people. I waited my, my customary week or so. I gave it a couple um, weeks before I sh- started sharing yeah. spoiler movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's sharing spoiler memes now. Yeah. You know? um, so, let's just start with rating, man. What, if you have to give it out a 12, 10, a 12 out of 10. A 12 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, I, it loved was, it. I loved it. I, um, I, and I had high expectations. So, I had a, I had, I went in with a high yeah, bar yeah, so and I, it just, it killed it. I think realistically, so I saw a rating on, on one of the, uh, the movie Facebook groups I'm in and someone gave it like a 92 out of a hundred. And I felt <laughs> that it was pretty fair. Uh-huh. So, uh, I could, I could probably, I could probably give it a hundred like this. There's a couple slow points, like the build up to the crazy was a little mm-hmm. slow. So I can see why you would take points away from that. But it was great. Like it was entertaining. It, it was fun. Yeah. It had very serious moments in it. Like, oh yeah. The, it, it hit every spectrum of, of emotion. So just if I have to make a complaint about one thing, mm-hmm. it's I was expecting something at least somewhat epic for Toby's entrance. Yeah. Like I thought Andrew's entrance was good, and then. They were, then they just immediately brought in Toby's after. So yeah. when when and and Ned having powers is kind of like eh, okay, I guess it felt like it was plot armor just to move things along a little bit. But like I feel like like how much does it really take to to be a magician? I don't know. He got the sling. He got the sling ring ability. That's what I'm saying. Like, like pretty. Like I'm saying he made a portal pretty effortlessly. I want to say effortless. Well, maybe not. He, he with less effort than so, when Doctor Strange okay, first made yeah, his in so, his but, own movie. But the difference is Ned like accidentally did it, right? Now, yeah. and it was kind of cliche because it was like Ned's like, oh yeah, you know my, my 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 grandma always said that we had some kind of magic in our family, and then like you know <laughs> and twenty then, minutes later in the movie, he's yeah. opening portals. Now he's not doing it at all, like. He's not really controlling it so much as like accidentally yeah. making portals because the whole time he's trying to get to his Peter Parker, right? And he's opening portals to the other Peter Parker on a technicality, on a I guess. Technicality, <laughs> right? Um, it was still good though. I mean, I knew it as soon as as soon as that portal opened and you see a Spider-Man in the yeah. distance. Yeah. I looked at that and I went, "That's Andrew." Yeah, like I, yeah. I just knew. Yeah, you just tell. Yeah. I just knew. Yeah. And and of course, I mean, I saw it opening day. Mm-hmm. So whenever the portal opened, everybody was like, "Oh wow!" Like you hear everybody, oh, Ned's got powers, and then somebody does, "That's not Tom." That's not Tom. <laughs> That's yes. not Tom. And yes. so when he jumped through, like you could hear everybody stop breathing. Yep. Oh yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. just 
Because it's what we all wanted. Yeah, it's and then he pulled his mask wanted. off, and yes. it was Andrew Garfield. Everybody starts cheering, and then when Toby walked up, oh yeah, a yeah, second yeah. later, yeah. everybody lost their collective shit. It was fantastic. Oh, it was awesome. It was, great. and I love that they were involved. They weren't. Yeah. It wasn't just a cameo. Yeah, no, they no, no, were. No. They were in they it. They were in the action. Uh, you also got to see Doc Ock from yeah. from the original Spider Man. <laughs> uh, he was a little less involved than I thought or would have liked. He was about what I thought he would be, to be honest. Um, they, they still kind of... Um, I mean, he is older than everybody else, but William Defoe, uh, Green Goblin was far more impactful. Yeah, well, he, he had more of a role in this movie. So, because he was kind of the master mastermind yeah. behind the other ones. Which, I mean, like in the comics and like the, the animated TV series, there was always one that was kind of in the lead, and then the others were kind of like, yep. they thought they were in it, but they weren't as... Which, I mean, Osborne is... More intelligent than mm-hmm. a lot of them, like, with the exception of Doc Ock. I mean, Doc Ock's his own yeah. breed of a. Uh... Well, I I did uh, I saw an interview with with William Defoe after the movie William came Defoe. out, he's, and oh, he's one of my favorite actors. He in the interview he said how when they pitched him the idea before there was even a script, mm-hmm. they they went to him and pitched him the idea, and he told them that he would only do it if he was going to be. If he was going to be doing his own stunts, mm-hmm. if he was going to be an actual, he said, I, I don't want it to just be a cameo. He yep. said, I want to be involved in the yep. movie. I want my character to be a part of the yep. movie. He yep. said, because otherwise it just cheapens the appearance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was absolutely right. Well, no, and, and the movie's better for it because his acting was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Which he's always, like I said, I love him as an actor, but he was great in this movie. Um, just highly enjoyable and I, I liked I liked the essence they brought to it how how uh, I, I do Tom his Spider-Man was actually trying to help all mm-hmm. the villains and change them before sending them back to their universes right right um, which is just kind of a different aspect because I'm more cutthroat I'm like man I would, I would have just fucking sent them back like yeah you just you just cause a whole lot more trouble for yourself uh, but I think that I forgot who it it's was the spirit of Spider-Man though like it really is uh, to go a different way, you know. Yeah, but and then I like I, I don't remember who it was I was talking to that pointed out that 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 needed to happen that kind of naivety mm-hmm. that Peter had that Tom Holland's yep. Peter had yep. he needed to experience that that ultimately caused the death of Aunt May. Yep, that needed to happen for him to grow in yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Well, I- because instead of the, like out of the three Spider Mans, he's the only one that that didn't have that kind of loss. If you think right. about it, because well, yeah, to- I mean, well, Toby lost Uncle Ben, right, and then Andrew Garfield lost Gwen Stacy and Uncle Ben and Uncle Ben, right. and who did Tom lose? No one really, kind of Tony, but everybody lost Tony, so it True, wasn't. A- but it's not the same. Yeah, that was Tony died saving the world, though. Like he the universe. Lose. The universe, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't nearly as tragic. It was more right, heroic, you know? yeah. Whereas Uncle Ben's was, and, and, it, and, and it also Stacey. wasn't his fault. It, yeah. it also wasn't yeah. Tom's yeah, fault. You're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Toby died, so uh, that uh, Tony, Tony died. died. Yeah, but so, yeah, so that you don't have well, spoiler that. Spoiler alert: Aunt May dies in this movie. Yeah, uh, well, you already gave your spoiler alert. Yeah, but you keep saying it though. What did What did you think about her about their decision for her to die? I mean, I thought I thought plot wise and thematically it was a good decision. Yeah. Right. I think it did need to happen. I think I was, was surprised. I think um, it worked. I didn't expect it to though. Oh, no, I didn't. At first, I thought she was, and then I was like, oh, maybe she'll. And I was like, no, she's gonna die. 
Well, I knew she. As soon as she delivered the great power, comes great yeah, response. Okay. As soon yeah, as she you, said that, I said, "Oh no, you dead now." Yeah, once you hear that, you, you knew for a fact. Yeah, but but what I really enjoyed was it really, really, really showcased Tom's acting abilities. His acting chops were phenomenal during that specific scene, if no other scene. Which he's already a good actor, but like, yeah, he definitely came into he, his own in that he, in he that came, movie. Like he showed it. He showed it. Um, the pain, the grit, the anger. Um, and, I, and I'll hearken to uh, to uh, Andrew's Spider-Man. Um, one thing I liked about him in this movie was was the pain because you he looked he looked like the in pain Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he even made the comment. He's like, I went down that rabbit hole. Like, uh, you know, I'm not paraphrasing here, but like he essentially was like, look, I. I got into a dark place and I stopped pulling my punches. Yeah. And there's so many levels to that one comment. Oh, yeah. Because if if you understand Spider-Man, his powers, if you understand Spider-Man, Spider-Man is pulling his punches. Oh, he has to always pull his because he he will he like, well, think back to Civil War when he just caught Bucky's metal arm. He's like, dude, you have a metal arm. Like he caught that. He caught a super soldier's punch. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Yeah. yeah. He's that strong. and He's just a kid. Arm that's heavy as shit. Stronger shit, and he just said, Boop. "Yeah." And, and to I have that kind of strength, you have to yeah. pull your punches. And, and it's something that they kind of showed in the movies, you know, like um, Toby stopping the train, right? But even then, I felt like that, that was not showing his strength. That was actually showing him being weaker than what I thought he was. But he was stopping yep. a movie train, so like that's very powerful of him. Um, well, again, in Civil War, there's when when Tom Holland Spider Man is fighting Captain America and Cap. Throws a shield to knock down like the tram or like the boarding tunnel thing, yeah, yeah, he and holds it and up. he just holds it yeah. up. You know that yeah, thing yeah. is obviously that, that several tons. So, but I think I do think people don't realize how strong he is, like fighting and stuff yeah. like that. And and Andrew's Spider Man saying like, "Hey, I stopped pulling my punches," and it was it was that's a, yeah. pretty nasty. And you're like, he killed somebody. Yeah, he killed like, a few people. He, he killed some people because even in the comics. Um, I see one going around like TikTok or whatever because I'm on a lot of uh, comic TikToks, mm-hmm. and um, one of the Spider-Man comics, um, he's fighting Fisk. You know how big Fisk is, right? And and Fisk uh, like threatens his mom or something or something along those lines, and, and like he's in prison, and Peter Parker beats the ever living fucking shit out of him. Like takes his mask off and he's like, I don't care if you know who I am. Let me let me explain something to yeah. you. If you ever come near my Aunt May, I'm going to fucking destroy you. And like proceeds to break like every bone in, in Fist's body in front of all the prisoners around right. him and basically sending a message like, This will happen to you. Mm-hmm. And it just went to show you like how because Fisk ain't ain't weak either. No, he's not. He's strong as shit. And and uh it just went to show you that like at any point in time, Spider-Man could have just ended Fisk anytime he wanted. But he was trying to avoid, which it's also some of that naivety and wanting to be good and not mm-hmm. hurt people. Um, but it's just funny how it, those kinds of not wanting to do things can lead to greater strife because you didn't just end it when you should have. Much like most like Batman. Anything. Mm-hmm. You know? well, <laughs> speaking of Fisk, did you have you watched Hawkeye? Do you all have Disney Plus? We have this Disney Plus, but I haven't watched it. You need to watch Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I need to watch it. Yeah, I that, won't. I won't talk too much about it then, since you haven't seen it. No, but. yeah, don't. I, I, well, going to I'm fi- I'm finishing The Witcher two, and then I'm gonna move on to Hawkeye, and then it's Boba. Well, how about the other surprise? The surprise character in in uh, No Way Home. Oh, 
which one? Not Doctor Strange. No, uh, the attorney. Uh, oh yeah, bruh. Mm, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Charlie, and, he, and not just Matt, the, Charlie yeah, Cox is Matt yeah, Murdock. The, the Matt, Matt Murdock. Matt I don't Murdock. Give a fuck about yeah. any, any other Daredevil. <laughs> He's my Matt Murdock, dude. Because his the Daredevil, the Netflix Daredevil was so good. He, he he won an award for his performance as a blind person from the Helen Keller Institute of something or other. I was reading this the other day. Really? So it, it was an institute that like celebrates um, achievements or. Uh, people who help the disabled right. can't see, can't hear, uh, do stuff. And he won an award for his performance as Daredevil as a blind person because of the things he did to not only perform that role, but how he portrayed that role. Right. Because he, they said, like, when he was on set, he'd walk around with contacts to fuck up his vision so he couldn't see right. Right. And, like, he fully immersed himself into that role. That's incredible. And it shows, but, like, that's one of Netflix's best superhero series you yeah. know oh I mean, they definitely went, they went and fucked up uh iron fist and, and they kind of uh fucked up some of the other of that group See, i had but stopped watching by that point i watched daredevil and i watched jessica jones i watched, I watched daredevil jessica jones I punisher mainly, was good punisher was good i never did watch punisher, punisher but was good. I, I watched jessica jones mainly because i'm a huge david Tennant fan mm-hmm. because the you. 10th doctor is yeah. the best doctor okay gotcha. yeah. <laughs> But uh, I didn't mind Jessica Jones. Uh, they just fucked up Iron Fist. They, they, that's they what rushed, I heard. They rushed the casting. Like you have this guy who's supposed to be a supreme martial artist, like knows all the art, right? Like, all the martial arts, and which like the storyline for why he couldn't use his Iron Fist power was somewhat okay. But like he would do the same kick every time. Like <laughs> this guy knows a hundred different martial arts, and he he, he does the, the same kick and punch every time. Like what? Yeah. What are y'all fucking doing? And the acting wasn't that great. And like this guy who's supposed to be a supreme martial artist doesn't even have like a six pack. He's not like ripped. He's not. Cut. <laughs> he's not a Bruce Lee looking no, dude. He's like a semi muscular guy who looks like he's been like not watching what he eats while he's working out. <laughs> you know. So like yeah. I, they just fucked that up. And I think they were just they were resting on their laurels. They're like, oh, we, you know, we don't have to do it like we did Daredevil. And it's like, oh, bro, you don't understand but this it, fandom. Well. I was told that by they they recast uh, Charlie Cox at, to come back as Daredevil mm-hmm. because they want to basically just redo a Daredevil series for Disney Plus that will coincide within officially the MCU, mm-hmm. just like WandaVision, just yeah, like. But they need if they're gonna bring him back, they need to bring back the other actors because I liked I liked. Uh... You just need to watch Hawkeye. Okay, I'm gonna watch. I'll, I'll shut up then. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it's, it's on the list. I promise. Uh, it's just there's so much stuff that came out recently. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with stuff. Yeah, but it's it'll be interesting to see the MCU going forward. Um, I am very much looking forward to the Doctor Strange two, the yeah. multiverse mm-hmm. of madness. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen WandaVision? Yes, I watched all so, WandaVision. So that man, I. I th- I really enjoyed WandaVision up until the last episode. Yeah. I felt like like the 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 payoff at the end like with Wanda herself I felt was good, but I feel like the, I think I might just be salty about the whole fake out for the introduction of a multiverse yeah. with with the Quicksilver in there mm-hmm. with P- the fake Pietro. Yeah. Well, that but yeah, but they yeah. they it's yeah. fucked up how they did it though. I, I to get that. the same actor that played Quicksilver in the in the Fox 
yeah. X Men movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past. Right. Uh, don't don't get the same actor mm-hmm. if if you're if you're not well, pulling in if you're not doing the multiverse that first way. First off, I, they probably should have got the Age of Ultron actor for Quicksilver, right? I forget his name. He's the same yeah. guy who played in Kick Ass as the yeah. They, the if they could, but I will say this: the guy that they did have in WandaVision, he's one of my favorite actors, like B B list actors, because he's he got famous off of uh, American Horror Story. Is mm-hmm. where you see him. I forget his name. He's a good actor though, and he plays he plays Quicksilver pretty pretty well also. But it's just like, why would you? Why would you get him? Why yeah. would you get him just well just to make. A dick I mean, joke if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play the multiverse card, then yeah, but you, they weren't though. Like that's the thing they they just, did that and and they put it. I they think put it was his a, it was a, it was a lazy move. His reveal at the end of I think it was episode five. Mm-hmm. It's like the it very last thing of the series. Yeah, and because I know I lost my mind. Addie looked at me like she didn't know, and yeah. so when I when she when Wanda opens the door and it was that Pietro. There was yeah. that Quicksilver, yeah. that actor. Yeah. I lost my mind. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, they're bringing in the X Men. They're doing it. This is how they're doing I'll it. They're, they're bringing in the X Men because that's the same Quicksilver mm-hmm. from that." I said, yeah. "That's how they're doing it." I don't know. Somehow Wanda pulled that shit off, yeah. and then it did paid no, off. It, it, it just it was nothing. I, I like the series. It was good. It was a good series. Um, it was a little slow to start because you have to understand what you're. Yeah, like, well, f- the fun was trying to figure out ahead of time what was going on. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed it, I, I, and some of the payoff at the end was seemed l- like a letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I thought WandaVision was good. I got bored halfway through Ke- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I watched it. I liked it. It it was a little slow to start, but the, the ending, it was good. It I was predictable. It. it was, but I, it's what I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just a story of how the Falcon becomes Captain. How America. he becomes a new cap, yeah. And I mean, it, it set up it, it set up future stuff too, because they have um, the the first guy that was supposed to be Captain America. What's what's his his comic book name? Because he's still kind of like a pseudo. He works for the government. He took the, he took this. Oh, you didn't finish watching, did you? No. Okay. Well, then I don't want to ruin it. Well, I mean, I'm not going to watch it. So, so what ends up happening is, is the Falcon initially he takes too long in deciding that he wants to be Captain America. So right. the government takes the shield and gives it to, to another guy. To this other guy, yeah. I, forget, I did. Watch I forget the, his name, but he's right. he's in the comics and stuff. Like he's relevant. Oh, okay. And what ends up happening is, is so he and he's like one of the best soldiers in the military, right? And I know, he, but he's still I, just not super. Well, so, I did watch the episode. I did get to the point where he he gets some of the super soldier serum from mm-hmm. well, with the flag smashers, his, and he his, takes it himself. Yeah, yeah. his teammate, his, his like best his friend, partner gets yeah. killed, so he takes the serum because he's tired of getting his ass whooped by right. everyone else, right? Who has like the super serum or, or is just stronger than he is, you know? But what ends up happening is because the thing about the serum is it, it personifies who you are, right? And well, like it's, I said in the Captain America movie, good yeah, becomes great, yeah. bad and it's becomes not to worse. Say he was necessarily bad, but he was suffering from severe like PTSD and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it personified those traits. Right. So like he was kind of evil, like kind of like he would lose his fucking mind a little while, and then he's strong while he's doing it. So like he kills the shit out of this person in front of a bunch of cameras. So they basically like 
you can't beat Captain America. Anymore. Yeah. But they end up calling, oh, I can't remember his name. It's like Agent something. And like, I, I recognize the name when they said it. Like, so basically, now he's like a covert government operative who has the true serum strength. So, right. What, and did, has a grudge against, like, did Sam end up taking it by the end of it? Mm-hmm. The Falcon, Falcon ends up being becoming Captain America. No, but I'm saying, does Sam end up taking the serum by the end of it? No, he chooses not to. See, I don't like that. I don't know if he does in the comics. I can't remember. Well, I feel like it doesn't matter if because Captain America is supposed yeah, to. But but no no but Captain America isn't doesn't have to be the serum. I that, guess that's not. The point. Anybody could be technically Captain America. Yeah. Sam brings his own edge to it because he still has his Falcon suit. I loved his character. Flies. Yeah. I mean, I I so, still loved his character. So like Sam has all the strengths that he had before <laughs> because Sam could still keep up. Like in different ways, he could keep up with the other heroes. I guess. Right? Yeah. So. All he has now is the shield plus what he could do before. Um, it was a very specific decision that he makes in the series. And yeah. Bucky's still there to help him out. Like Winter Soldier's yeah. there to help him out. But I Winter, hope Bucky but, sticks around but, for a, a little while. I think while. he will. But, but like this series was a lot of him trying to overcome being fucking brainwashed right. and doing terrible things. So like it's a it's kind of a redemption for him in right. the sense that like he's working on he's working out his issues. So um, it's it's not a bad series, y'all. Like, watch it. It's good. If you like Marvel, it's good. It's not the best, but like, it's not terrible yeah. either. Now, Loki, on the other hand, uh, Loki you was fantastic. Watch the shit out of Loki. Now, as long as you can ignore the one glaring plot hole, what the one monstrous breaking of its own rules that I, I thought was so incredibly stupid, and it was just the biggest piece of plot armor. To keep things going, okay. when it was it was towards the end when Loki and Sylvie were on that planet that was exploding, uh-huh, yeah, and they ended up being tracked by the TVA because they were about to kiss and they were falling in love with each other, yeah, which created a Nexus event. Yeah. It didn't matter them falling in love with each other had no impact on the fact that that planet was about to explode yeah, and yeah, they were yeah. going to die anyway. Yeah, the whole Which, according to its with, own established yeah, rules, yeah, right. yeah. they established those rules earlier in the series that she was hiding in all of these catastrophic events because anything she would do didn't change the outcome. So they broke their own rules no. in that episode just right, but it's for not, the sake of them falling in love with each other. And essentially Loki falling in, so, in love with himself. Yeah, that, that was weird. Um, I agree. I think the difference is, is the reason they couldn't trace her through the Nexus events was because of like the universal destroying events that she would hide in, right? Because well, it was... Well, so like Pompeii, like like that was one well, yeah. thing they well, they the tested. Nexus, the Nexus the Nexus event couldn't go anywhere because everyone got killed. Anyway, right, right. So, but it doesn't them, mean that you couldn't trace it if you knew what you were looking for. No, no, they. That's what they said. She wasn't creating. That was something that they said. She was not creating Nexus events. They even tested that. Owen Wilson's... I don't remember his uh, character's okay. name. Uh-huh. But when Loki and Owen Wilson's character went to Pompeii, when he was figuring it out... Yeah. They went to Pompeii as the mountain was... The, the volcano was about to explode. And Loki was running around. He was doing all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Owen Wilson's character standing there with his little detector thing. And he was like, wow, it's really not setting off anything. 
Yeah. So they tested it, and you can do anything at this world-ending event where everyone dies anyway, and it doesn't yeah. set up. A, it doesn't send up a flare I at all. Mm-hmm. So they broke their own rule. And Which is surprising because they're very nitpicky about the Easter eggs and everything else. So if you can look past that, yes, Loki is phenomenal. And I, can, the, I can look past it. And the end, I, I know it. it's a big fuck up though. It is a big fuck up. <laughs> when right. you stop and think about yeah. it, it's a big fuck yeah, up. Yeah, 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 definitely. But Loki ended such a great way, and I think it's a, I think it's so appropriate that you can say the whole reason that the multiverse of madness is happening, the whole reason that Tom Holland's uh, no Way Home mm-hmm. movie happened that Toby and Andrew were able to come in. Yeah. It's all because of Loki. Mm-hmm. Loki is the reason the multiverse is happening. Pretty much. It's so funny, though. Which I'm, is, a, I'm about it, though. It's going oh, yeah. to make some interesting movies. Yeah. So. And and I love the meme of uh, of they, they took the bully Maguire face and mm-hmm. put it on the Captain Phillips. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, it says, yeah, yeah. and it's like it's him looking at Tony Stark. He says, "Look at me! I'm the first movie yeah, of the MCU yeah, now." Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, "Oh, uh, he kind of is. He kind of is. It's true." Oh shit! Did this or the legs on this chair broke? They might be a little loose. Yep, it'll be all right. If it breaks, it'll be all right. Just don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, the uh, that's oh, Spider Man was just so good to mm-hmm. see to see all three of them and. and I like the callbacks too. So there, there. I didn't know how significant it was when when Toby's Peter uh, was seeing Doc Ock while they were on the statue, mm-hmm. and you know they were catching up because Doc had been fixed at that point. Yep. And he's like, you know, how have you been, dear boy, or whatever. And Toby's Peter just says, trying to do better. Mm-hmm. And at first, you're like, well, that's okay. That's a Typical. sweet line. Yeah. But then you realize that in their movie back in oh four or whatever it was it's a callback to a specific line they had back then Mm -hmm. so that that's cool that's i I thought that puts a lot of significance on it and then andrew garfield's redemption rescue yes i thought that was great that was huge to me i I really enjoyed it and i think Everybody got teary eyed. Yeah, that was such a great scene. They did that specifically because they're like, "Oh, you you didn't have a third movie, so (laughs) you know what was supposed to happen in the third movie happened here." Yeah, you know, um, because they did my boy dirty, and I get, I get the the Amazing Spider Man two wasn't the best, but I I liked it. There's a lot of talks that Sony might want to now do a Spider Man three because (sighs) Andrew's Andrew Spider Man has been revitalized. Just give it up. Like, you fucked it up yeah, but, already. Yeah, but if there's a way for them to make I mean, money... I'm going to watch it, but like... <laughs> well, then but, you're not no, helping. No, you're not helping. <laughs> but, 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 I'm not helping you, right? <laughs> but, I mean, people will watch it. It's yeah. Not, but, but, like, no. Fuck you. Like, you fucked them over. Don't do this now. No. No. You, you brought him back for the... Because like, he's a, he's a he's great fine. actor. I, I like it. I love, I love Andrew Garfield. He's one of my... He's again one of my low key like mm-hmm. favorite actors. Like I like everything he's in. I liked his Spider Man. It wasn't a bad Spider Man. I just felt like they, you know, I don't think it was the acting that that was yeah. terrible about that movie. So you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. all the things they could have done, and they're like, we're gonna pick the electric guy. And yeah, I, th- I think it was more the writing that that yeah. that kept that Spider Man yeah. the yeah, ratings yeah, low yeah. on that one. Yeah. 
So where do you where do you think they're going? Who do you think the next big bad is going to be? I mean, well, if you've seen oh, Loki, oh, then you know Khan is going to be involved. Khan's going to be involved, but was that his name? Yeah, Khan. Yeah, I think yeah, Kang. Kang. It's Kang. That's it, not Khan. Khan. That's Star Kang. Trek. It's Kang. Kang, Kang the, the Conqueror. Destroyer, or the Kang the Conqueror. Okay, or yeah. Kang the Destroyer might be another iteration of him. Yeah, because that's yeah. that's kind his, of the thing. Is yeah, that his his backstory? He's a time traveler of a, sorts. He's a time traveler of sorts, but like he's accumulated all the knowledge of all his different multiversal selves mm-hmm. and uses that to capitalize, like make himself stronger. Essentially, well, that's how he got in charge of maintaining yes. the singular yeah. flow of time. Yeah. So that's well, crazy. Yeah, because he was in some wars over that shit. Right. right. Multi-universal wars. So, I, but I wonder, and that was my big concern when Endgame finished. Is Thanos was such Where a going? Thanos was such a great villain, not because of his his galactic threat, his universal threat, mm-hmm. but because you could somewhat sympathize. I love the villains like that, where you can you hear them yeah. on their monologue, their yeah. evil well, monologue, and you go, you know what, so, you're making some good points, and, and his. Well, his movie version's not quite the same as his comic version. Right. But, but I think it was better. But let's... I liked it. I, but let's be real, though. His comic version also has several different versions. Mm. And they're more expanding. So there's more of it. You know? There's there's deeper storylines going on. But no, his, his... He had a warped sense of morality. Yeah. But it was logical mm-hmm. for what he... Like, yeah. what he experienced. Like... Yeah, there was a certain logic to it, but it was it was a logic devoid of humanity. When I say humanity loosely, he's not a human, but right, um, you, you get the the point, which is like his was utter utter logic with no no thought or sound or feeling. Um, One might say socialistic, not socialistic, uh, sociopathic. That's yeah. what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but I did. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed his his Thanos. Like I enjoyed that Thanos. Uh, I enjoyed the storyline. And then, technically, that, that that last movie did kind of bring about the the potential for multiverses because they use the stones to, uh, or they go back in time to use the stones. Right, time travel. And but Loki also. fixed that. True, but even then, the point is, I mean, it still technically happened. Um, but they, but them time travel. That, and, that, and I agree, but I think the whole time traveling thing <laughs> yeah, for Endgame yeah. opens up a bigger can of worms than it needs well, no, to. But, well, no, but it it's part of the multiversal thing, which is yeah, no, it, it it leads to it. It really does because that's where you start right there. Because even um, well, because that's the Loki that goes her, on. To, yeah, well, even what's her name the. Um, the uh, the Sorcerer Supreme before before Doctor Strange right um, Tilda you know Tilda Swin- uh, mm-hmm. Tilda Swint- Swinton Swinton is that her last name um, she explains it to Bruce Banner right like what they're doing and how they're, they're creating <coughs> disruptions in the flow of time like that but that's specific- why they would go bring the stones no, back no right? I agree but it, it still presents the idea to the audience yeah for this for this cinematic universe. But and it was still, I mean, they had to write it that way. But in Loki, when, when they do finally get to Kang, Loki even calls out, to, you know, mentions it to to him, like, you know, why were the Avengers allowed to, yeah, to time travel? And he's like, because eh, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. well, yeah, their time traveling was approved. 
Pretty much, but but I mean, it's which kind of la- is a little bit of lazy writing. It's but lazy, but it also shows like a flaw in an otherwise mere, nearly perfect person or being. You know, it's um, it's a detracting <clears throat> factor, I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah, I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready for some Kang. I'm ready for some some multiverse of madness. I'm ready for all these things to come to me. And I'll what, watch them. did you see the trailer for Multiverse of Madness? I think I did, yeah. Because it's on you. I know I told you when you were going to see Spider Man that the so, but the post credit scene was pretty much just a trailer. Okay, yeah, but I saw I saw the mid credit scene. I did see yeah, Venom, that. Though. That's I would love. That's going to be Spider Man Four. I would love for Venom Venom to be introduced, and then also Morbius is coming out. But that's in okay. But that's in Sony's. I don't give a universe. fuck. They need to quit being they're not gonna, stupid. I know, but they're not going to bring Morbius into the MCU. They should if they, they were could. smart. Yeah. Does Sony want to make money? Because they can make money. <laughs> Sony, no, do you want to make money? I think Sony? Sony's trying to make their own Sony's cinematic universe. Stupid. Well, because Morbius takes place within, or at least it seems like it takes place within the Venom's movies. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. Because in the Morbius trailer, he's. Talking to somebody. Well, no, he's like, I'm not Venom. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's like, like, he mocks no, him. He's like, no, no. we are Venom. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah. Doctor Morbius. Yeah, 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 I'm like, ah, I don't care. But if they're gonna introduce Venom to the to the Spider-Man universe, then why can't they? Why can't they introduce Morbius too? Why can't we have? I don't know if I'd say why, that was introducing. Why, why don't we Venom? get Andrew Garfield Spider-Man three with fucking Morbius and Venom in it? You might as well because. <laughs> He shows up and uh, well, because then Sony would have to pay Disney a tremendous amount of money. No, no, Sony could be like, "Hey, I'll let I'll let this happen, and we split the profits. Uh, you know, eighty twenty, and <laughs> they can make money. They can do something to where everybody makes money. <laughs> They're gonna have to give happy. Disney that eighty. <laughs> I know that's why I said eighty twenty. Uh, it's Disney because if it was anybody else, it wouldn't be eighty twenty. No. Um, I get I get it, but like I just. <sighs> I'm a fan, so like I want them to do things that make me the fan happy. Yeah, and they can do things that make me the fan happy while still making money, lots of money. Oh yeah, and they're choosing not to do that. One of the like, oh well, we have the controlling interest. And one of those things they could have done is is I remember when watching WandaVision, one of the favorite fan theories, you know, because every week when a new episode comes out, people love to put up fan theory videos. There was a part where one of the the scientist people was like, oh, I know an aerospace engineer who could probably help with whatever they were trying to do at the time. Mm-hmm. So that immediately set off all the theories of, oh, they're about to bring in, um, uh, oh, what's Captain it? Fantastic. Marvel. No, 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 no. Fantastic Four's uh, oh, Reed Richards. Theories. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, Dr. Reed Richards is coming. Mm-hmm. John, Because that's the big, the big rumor is that John Krasinski uh-huh. might be uh, uh, yeah, Reed Richards. Reed Richards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, I don't know if you know, John Krasinski actually auditioned for Steve Rogers. Oh, I didn't know that. Way back when they were just getting the MCU going, mm-hmm. he. Uh, Wait, I think I might have heard about that. Yeah, well, he'll yeah. he has talked about it. Yeah, he's talked about it in interviews before because when they were getting he, ready to do, he would make a good Richards though. I think he would. When when they were getting ready to do Captain America: The First Avenger, yeah, they already had the script for. The first for the Avengers movie, yeah, because they pretty much filmed both of those one right after yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. So part of J- John Krasinski will say that in that interview, I, th- I think he was with is on one of the 
the talk shows, yeah. the nightly talk shows. He said he was actually going, he was doing a screen test with Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. as Thor. I gotcha. For Avengers, yeah. even though he was auditioning for the Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. And so he, he jokes, he's like, yeah, I saw Chris Hemsworth walk in and he's just, you know, massive. And I just went, I'm good. Never mind. He's <laughs> like, I, I can't look like that. Yeah. And yeah. so, which is funny because he, he, oh, he absolutely like can. He has yeah, he's huge. Like that. For, like yeah, his, what was that? It was an Amazon, uh, Amazon video series. He was pretty jacked up as like a, a James Bond type character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Jack Ryan is or is that what it was? Jack Ryan, yes. Yeah, I've never watched it, but I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, but he, I mean, he also did a. Uh, he's just a really big dude in general. He's like yeah. six three or something, yeah, six no, four. He, well, he, he can get jacked as well. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And he's, he is kind of tall, but, like, he can get jacked. I've seen mm-hmm. him jacked before because he's done, like, the military roles or, like like you said, like the, the, the Jack Ryan or the Reacher. I don't know if he did Reacher. I think Jack Reacher was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise did the Reacher movies, but there was a Reacher series. Oh, okay. And I think he might have done. I'm not sure. I don't know. But either way, the point is, is he can. Yeah. He so, can. Definitely. And, and he, I think he would make a good Reed Richards. And so that was a big, I remember that was a big fan theory all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately it didn't pay off, but I do, I, I think they're doing, they're actually doing hopefully a good fantastic four to put into the MCU. I mean, look, the last one they did, I didn't mind. I didn't watch the last one I, I at all. It, I watched the original one where, where Jessica Alba was the invisible one. I mean, I watched that too, but I watched, I watched the newer one. Was that Fox that had fantastic four yeah, at that I time? Think, I think it was Fox. Yeah. Um, which Disney owns Fox now, so I mean, like they have the rights for the characters. They can, yeah. they just need to figure out a good way to put them in. Yeah, which I think they will eventually. They're going to try to capitalize on all of it. Yeah, so. I, and and I've always been a huge X Men fan. Oh, so, definitely, definitely. And I do remember seeing an interview with Hugh Jackman that he said because this was after Logan. Yeah, and. He said that you know Logan was him hanging up the claws. He wasn't doing yeah. it anymore. And some I don't remember which which publication it was that asked him. Said, "Well, what if the MCU comes calling?" <laughs> and he said, "Okay, I might do it one more time." He'd make an appearance. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would love for them to start bringing in the X Men. Um, I don't know that. I don't know, but how like- they would do it. The, I mean, because really, the, the last, Scarlet Witch is part of the X Men, I believe. Yeah. I know Quicksilver was. Yeah, but but I mean, so would they pull what, in the what same? The, what was the last uh, X Men movie? Dark Phoenix, which was, was an abomination. It was, a bomb. it was a bomb. It was a super bomb. I fell asleep watching it at home. I I never. I, I had to wake up and like rewind it. Yeah. And finish it because it was so like. Uh, they would almost have to restart it. Like they probably couldn't use. Well, I don't think they can afford the actors. Maybe like to for long term contracts, they'd probably yeah, be better off okay. with new actors to completely like reboot the X Men. Some of them are good. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, what's his name that plays Professor X is yeah, good. Uh, uh, and the, uh, McElroy. Is it James McElroy? No, James McAvoy. Yeah, is or is that it? He played. He played in the um, Mac or something. I can't remember. He's such a great fucking actor. Too. And the guy that plays Magneto is uh, he played in Glass. Yeah, he yeah he was in yeah he played. Guy uh, we're talking about playing. Yeah, I can't and remember. It was amazing. The, uh, no, uh, Magneto's. Um, she don't ask me. I don't. Well, I'm drawing a blank one. I know his name too. Watch, but yeah, he's really. They do have a lot of good actors. 
I I like some of the actors for the roles, but like I think the again just writing and just cash grab. I'm just yeah, like, I, I the last one I had watched was the apocalypse, the one with apocalypse. That one was a terrible. That one was okay. I liked. They had some good aspects of some of the movies. James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, was Professor X and then uh, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Why can't I remember Yeah, I don't know. Um, and like, I like Ty Sheridan. He's an all right actor. Uh, I like Nicholas Holt, the guy who plays Beast. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, I like him. I even like J-Law as, as like Mystique. She, she yeah, but she did, so. Yeah, I know. And like, none of the actors were terrible, like terrible, but just like, I think it's just the writing and like I said, the cash grab. Like I like Magneto's storyline where like he lost his daughter and like that's what kind of made him go ape shit. Mm. Um, stuff like that. So um, it's it's. I mean, it's a plenty to work dream. with. Yeah, I mean, there's still a with. whole lot of characters to bring in. Um, I'd like to see Galactus. You know, because the the big thing with with the MCU going forward is you need some kind of big, big galactic you threat. You to. need a big yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, where do you go? It's it's hard to like. Where do you go up from Thanos, who literally wiped out half of existence across the universe? Yeah. Where do you go from there? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the multiverse, and there's Kang, who can affect, who's going to affect the multiverse. But I mean, you still got so many other good bad guys. You oh, know, they, they got plenty. Big like bad. They got plenty of source material to use. So I mean, Galactus is a big one. Yeah. Um, there, I'm sure there's some other celestials. I think. Did you see Eternals? I heard it wasn't good though. It was. I'm gonna watch it. It was meh. I, I did. Man. I did see Eternals. It was kind of meh. Shang Chi was really good. I uh, did like. You watch that? I did watch it. It's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch it. Um, Shang Chi was good. Uh, I'd give it above average. Mm-hmm. It was a very it, it was a very good it's it's a self-contained mm-hmm. thing it didn't really have a whole lot of impact from any of the other yeah, MCU but, but he can he can be a part later on absolutely but see that's what you call like an origin movie which I'm yeah that's it was good movie. that's what DC needs it was really good movies and not you know can't what it did movie. yeah uh, but Eternals the problem with Eternals I think it would have been better off as a as a Disney Plus series. They well, tried to do so, too much mm-hmm. in one. It has the same problem that Justice League had, where, where you try to introduce way too lot. many people, yeah. and yeah. Look, events look, happen, look, and it's supposed to be significant. Look, I understand, like the DC, the DCU is trying to not like copy Marvel. They're trying to do their own thing. But let me let me explain something to you. Marvel did the legwork. Oh yeah, right. They made the template. Follow the fucking template. It's not complicated like okay look marvel was like you know what we know we can make a shit ton of money off of this <laughs> 23 movie event let's do it because we know we're gonna make our money back plus some we're gonna break records with some of these movies no so like but they they wanted to be they wanted to start at the same level that marvel no, was already at I know. marvel got to that level because they put the time and effort into it yeah they tried to dc tried to skip steps and they, they fucked it all up Right, so you don't get me wrong. I mean, technically, you could say their their movies were successful because overall they made money. On, yeah, on they technically had a profit. They did yeah. have a profit, but the, the problem is, is they could have had way more of a profit. They could have had way more movies, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have pissed off the fans. And now they're rebuilding again because they were sloppy with it to start. Yeah. Do do the individual movies? Do you know? You could have took them any one of the Batman's. And just been like, hey, this is our Batman. And then you could have kept the Superman that you had because 
he was fine. Mm-hmm. And then introduce your other characters. Introduce your Flash. Introduce your Marsher Manhunter. Have fucking Green Lantern for Christ's sake. Like, yeah. John, the John Stewart Green yeah, Lantern. Like, like the OG Justice yeah. League characters. Start with those. And then if you want to add more Justice League characters afterwards, that's fine. You could have the fucking Junior Justice League, like, where you have Robin leading Starfire mm-hmm. and Raven. And, like, you yeah, the Titans. People. You do the Titans. Mm-hmm. You can do all these other characters. But you have to have a strong baseline. You yeah. have to start from the get-go. And they did not do that. And it's yeah. apparent in what we've gotten. Right. So, yeah, Eternals has the same issue where, like, and because there were parts in the movie where there's this big dramatic scene and they clearly want you to care about the, what's happening to the characters yeah. on the screen. And I'm just sitting there going, I just don't care. They've had like four lines in the yeah. movie. I don't yeah. know or care anything yeah. about I don't them. I know who this person is. Like, why? So, <laughs> and, and the, so if you remember from Guardians 2, mm-hmm. Ego is a celestial. Yes. So the Celestials are kind of the big bad for the Eternals movie. Mm-hmm. And so just the Celestials as a race yeah. could potentially have some effect on the MCU down gotcha. the road. Gotcha. Maybe not as... Maybe I'm, I'm thinking like the attack on New York. Like for an Avengers movie. Like yeah. they could... For one of the Avengers movies. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think in like... In, like the the big bad of a phase of maybe mm-hmm. phase four or yeah. maybe phase five yeah. because if you look at the, what they called the Infinity Saga, which was phase one, two, and three, yeah, yeah, that was Thanos behind the scenes mm-hmm. all the way up until the very yeah. end. Yeah. So the Celestials could maybe be the big bad of one of the yeah, phases. There's so much, and Kang will on. probably be the big bad of the very end of this yeah. next saga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I am ready for Guardians three. I'm ready for Thor, Love and Thunder. I don't care what anybody says. No, I don't give a shit. You can take you can take that horse crap to your house. Uh, um, but I liked, but I liked Ragnarok. I I, I liked Ragnarok. Like he does. Yeah, have- but okay, but you know Natalie Portman's taking over. Yeah, I know. That's dumb. But well, I don't think she should. But I, no, like, I, Chris Hemsworth. That you can tell he's not as excited about it either. Yeah. Well, look, because he's he's getting I'm, screwed out of his. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. And, um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it too, but I'm gonna be uh, mad the whole time. All I'm gonna say is Ragnarok was was fun, and I liked it. And I don't know why people hate it so much. Um, it was a big shift in personality for the character. You're right, but, he, but it was supposed to be a fun. I know, fun but movie. it it didn't feel like it didn't feel like I was watching well, four. It, did, it, it felt it, like I was watching Chris Hemsworth. It did get serious at the end. Though, it so did, but it, it you sit here and say what you want. But like, it was a build. It was a necessary build up. So, Plot-wise, yeah. Plot-wise. My problem was kind of the same as a lot of people's. Not that Chris Hemsworth's performance was bad. I just didn't like the direction the character's personality took. It didn't feel like Thor. I disagree. Because Thor, Thor was known for getting drunk and carousing and going to have battle. like. But he wasn't whimsical. I don't feel like he was all that whimsical in this movie. I feel like he was just being fucking drunk Thor. Like... Joking around, but he—you could argue that he got changed by being with the Avengers. Like, come on, I, well, I guess so. I get it. Everyone has their certain perception of yeah. every character, and I don't know. I think people think Thor's just a little. I think he's not that serious. Like, he doesn't have to be that serious. Yeah, yeah, and that was and, and the, the whole point of Ragnarok was like Thor is not that serious. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a fun-loving guy, um, kind of. Yeah, 
And then and then they they expanded on that with Endgame with with Fat Thor. Now Fat Thor was really kind of ridiculous, but awesome. But at the they same time. but you know they had to. Yeah. They had to yeah. weaken him. Yeah. yeah because yeah. otherwise he would have. Otherwise he's he would have he would have won. Yeah. And then and then the great savior Captain Marvel would have been in, oh. incompetent. But no, because like think about it. think back to Infinity War when he arrives when Thanos arrives and and Thor is there with Stormbreaker and his yeah. new powers and he's supercharged yeah. and ready to go. Thanos gets the final stone and Thor hits him with lightning. Thanos stands back up and shoots a beam of all six stones. Yeah, and Thor just throws Stormbreaker through it. Yep. Like it was effortless. Yep. He was that powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, in Endgame, Captain Marvel gets blasted in the face by just the Power Stone, and then that she, then she was yeah. down for the fight. Yeah. yeah. And so they had to. I think that was the bigger reason why they did. Like they say, oh, we did Fat Thor to show how he had a kind of PTSD. He had, you know. He was working through trauma. He and, was. And, and you can argue that. But, but at the same time. Like, but the real reason, that, the practical reason. Fat Thor was weaker. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had to be weaker because he was too strong. Yeah. Which <laughs> even then you could have just been like, Thor has a mental block right now. So like he's struggling with his power. An existential crisis kind of thing. But, but like instead of like his arms are still jacked, he really only has a belly. Yeah. And he's still strong as shit. Yeah. Like, he's still okay, very but, strong, but yeah. he was, he was in a far weaker state yeah. than he was yeah, in yeah, Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But he, but again, he had to be. Which is uh, it, was, it was funny. I mean, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny to watch him talk shit on Fortnite for a second. That's right. <laughs> oh no, I laughed at that a lot. Yeah, uh, and I like the memes about that particular scene because it was it was like when the PS5 came out, and even still now, it's fairly hard to get your hands on a PS5. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So people joke like, "Man, you know, uh, Endgame takes place in 2023." And the reason Korg and them are playing a PS4 is because the PS5s still, are still out still of stock. On it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I said, oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. But it's... I'm, I'm apprehensive about the future of the MCU just because the Infinity Saga was so good. It was. I, I think people are going to struggle. It's a, it's a high bar to set. I, I think people are going to struggle with transitioning. Yeah, but if you if you give it the chance, and like I said, as long as Marvel's earned themselves enough back credit to where you just need to trust them, right? I, I don't want so, things to transition too hard into a Disney Plus series. Though. I agree. I agree. Uh, stick but to the movies. We'll see what they do. I, I think. I think using the TV series to to kind of be the glue between the movies is all right. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to make them be relying on each other. Yeah, certain aspects. So, like using the TV series for like WandaVision to explain what she goes through and how she works through her stuff and how it, it ends up towards like the multiverse madness. That's fine. Like I don't have an issue with that. Um, just like Bucky, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was basically like this is Falcon transitioning to Captain America. We don't feel like we need to make a whole movie, but we do need to explain this. So we're not. We're gonna, you know, which I don't know how much they spent, but. Um, you know, they put the money into it enough, and, and I think it was good for them to do a TV series of that instead of a movie of that, right? Well, yeah, um, it was a good holdover, so like it's 
you know, you the, the edges of, of the main stuff or the, the things that aren't as important but do need to get explained could be done through series and then your main hardcore stuff you can do through the movies. Which is probably what they're gonna do, you know, yeah. I would think. Well, I do I know Loki's getting a season two. It should. I, yeah, but Loki's so popular. Just, yeah, they, Loki's it, everyone's favorite character. Like he's everyone's favorite uh, I don't know if you'd say villain. villain yeah, you say anti-hero, anti-hero, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't know because Deadpool's the anti-hero, or always Deadpool's always known as an anti-hero, anti-hero, however you want to say it. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I classify say, Loki as Loki's Loki's an anti-hero because he's not quite a villain. I mean, he was for a little while, but yeah, you could say character growth. He'll made, do heroic stuff if it benefits him. Character growth transformed him from a villain to an anti-hero. Yeah. So, and although that is one of the 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 critiques that people have about Loki is that he he it took him the two extra Thor movies mm-hmm. to have that character development. Yeah, and then in lo- in the series Loki, he gets it in an episode. Oh, true. You yeah. know, yeah, for, yeah. after watching a time lapse of of the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a that's a a oh. fair complaint. I don't but know. I mean, when you're the god of mischief, like, I don't... Loki's character, he'll never be completely good. He just can't be. Yeah. Uh, but he, I don't think he could ever be evil, too. Because I think... You can say what you want, but, like, his upbringing, like, he was imparted with some very good values. It's mm-hmm. just he took things the wrong way, which is why he was doing what he was doing. Right? Yeah. When, in all reality, like, his dad did love him. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it was his foster dad. Like, it, you know... It, kind of hard to find out that you were born from frost giants and, <laughs> and you know your your foster father happened to be the one to like beat the fuck out of them and stuff like that yeah was, um different things you know so um he's a complex character i really enjoy loki um but i'm curious I'm hiddleston can keep 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 on keeping on oh yeah and he he has said so, tom hiddleston has said that he enjoys it so much he <laughs> he'll keep doing it as long as they want him to it's very lucrative i imagine too so but I'm I'm wondering like what are you, what's the season two even gonna be like? Because I feel like if they go too far, it becomes too crucial to have watched the entire thing if you want to understand the movies going forward. Yeah, I, that's what I really want to avoid is if you want to see this movie, you have to go and watch all seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want that. But you, like, that's that's a you gotta avoid that. I don't know if you fully can, but. Um, and then we'll and see. then the question: Well, you have this multiverse. Is Loki gonna? Yeah, but you know, come it, back to the well, MCU. Here, here's, here's the thing: If Kang's involved with with the movies, then Loki should be involved with the movies too, right? Being, I would think so. And then, but then that always you're always gonna have those people that also because if, if you're gonna have all of these, you, you're you're gonna have those people that are always gonna say. Is Tony coming back? Are we going to get a Tony from a different universe to come back? Is, is, is RDJ going to reprise his role again? Or you, and and RDJ has said, I'm, that's it. I'm done. I've put in 11, 12 oh, yeah, years. Yeah, he like, put in a lot, a lot of years. You know, he's, he's the daddy of the yeah. MCU. Yeah, yeah. But, um, that's, and that, but that's my problem with the multiverse. It, 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 it's always going to have that yeah, in the back of... In the those voices in the back saying, they can, I think they they'll bring back Iron Man, but it won't be Tony. It'll be uh, Revenant, Iron Man. I'm not familiar with Revenant. Not Revenant. Uh, 
I'm spacing out. It's getting late. Um, I think if they wanted to have the the the, the extras in Loki, the fucking the ones that create the Nexus events. Oh, the Deviants. The Deviants. There we go. Is that what it was? The Deviants. No, what, no, no, no. Who called? The Deviants are from Eternals. Um, wow, I'm. We, I'm we said it earlier. Also, like we variants. variants. That's it. That's what I'm saying. You get a variant Iron Man, and it'll be a different actor. I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. Like it won't be the same. It won't be the same actor. Yeah, it probably it might not even be Tony Stark. It might be. Well, a, a lot, some people were saying it could, it I think be, a good replacement for Tony Stark because you want to still have the techie person in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony was the tech. Um, yeah, I think she, what's her name? Shiri, Siri, Sir, um, Black Panther's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but she's gonna take on the mantle of, of Black Panther. She will. They're, They've already said they're not. They're not bringing. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't have the physique. She's she's like five six or something. It's like at his size. She's a female black. No, Panther. but like, Black know, Panther is is equivalent to the super soldiers. Yeah, but that's he takes uh, essentially a serum. She can take well, the yeah, serum too. Well, she can. But are we going to say that someone in that size body? There's, there's going to be a movie. So. And I'm pretty sure you can have a female Black Panther. If she oh, takes yeah, you absolutely head. can. But they need to be the size of like his his uh, his Kingsguard, as far as like the actor's physique. I, I don't know the character's name, but like the the bald yeah. women that all yeah, use yeah, the yeah, spears yeah. and stuff, they are tall, muscular, yeah, fit she, women. She doesn't have to be that size. She can be a more uh, like a speed. I think that's gonna look silly though. I'm pretty sure she she takes on the mantle of Black Panther in the comics already. So his sister does. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think I think it's already a common thing. I don't know enough about it to so because they, I mean they already said they're they're not they're not going to continue with T'Challa as far as uh, well yeah because they can't just keep CGIing him or also, his voice just just in respect to him yeah and you're not so, going to recast him no, no. they're not going to recast him they're not going to do CGI they're going to just close the book on him and move on to her and she's relevant in the comics as yeah. far as I remember so. Well, she was she was a good actor. I liked her character, yeah. and I think she I don't would think be a size big asset. They can they can CGI the fuck out of that if they wanted to. <sighs> what? Just quit complaining. They made Hagrid look fucking ten feet tall when when the actor's not ten feet tall. Like, yeah. why we why we, why are we arguing over a size thing? It, size ain't gonna matter. If it's a female, if it's a female Black Panther, she's not gonna be big as the original Black Panther. No, not, not but you still need to. It still needs to she be. She can a, still portray strength without being. Uh, like a bodybuilder woman, yeah. So, um, but I mean, they're gonna have a Black Panther two movie. It's gonna come, yeah. So. And I'll watch it. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, me too. But, um, and how that's gonna tie into everything because I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. I'm pretty sure you can get some tech from that, and then they can have other people with tech too. I forget everybody, but. Yeah, I, I was surprised with the Black Panther movie that, I, and, and I'm still assuming because I don't think it was ever confirmed in the MCU that the the Super Soldier Serum was originally made off of that plant, that heart petal or whatever they call the plant, yeah. the little flower mm-hmm. from Black Panther. I, I, I like to. I don't think they ever tied them together. No, but they're no, but think of. I mean, they they function the same way. I like to in a way, but they, there's an ancestral bond with the flower. Sure, but okay, but let's have. think about the origins of how they got the vibranium. The first bit of vibranium was Howard Stark, yeah, making the shield. Yeah, that's all they had at first. So that means 
well, Howard yeah. Stark had been to, well, or at least in no, contact think, with well, no, no, Wakanda. No, no. I think I think the argument was is that they found some vibranium outside of Wakanda, but it was so little that it's all he could find, and that the rest of it was. Oh, is that what it was that they just so. found it? Because yeah. uh, I, I think, I'm not sure because I don't think they elaborate on on how he got the vibranium. I'm gonna have to go watch it because again. initially because. Yeah, we need to watch it again. But like initially, they're like, "This is the only vibranium." Yeah, in the I do world. remember that. So if they said that, then they weren't aware of Wakanda's vibranium at all. No, but they could have been aware of Wakanda itself. I don't think they were. Um, Wakanda was hidden from everybody. It was hidden, but but uh, what's his name? Claw, the the Andy Circus's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went and stole all the vibranium yeah, in Age was, of Ultron. That's how he had all that vibranium. That's true. So. There were people that knew about Wakanda's yeah, but that true mean, existence. But that doesn't mean Tony Stark's dad did. Certainly not. But and if not anybody would. You're talking about a, what, yeah, in the 40s. gap. But <laughs> so. if anybody would, I think Howard Stark would be somebody that would. Well, it's possible. And, it, and I think could, it's fun to think like. They could paint it. Because he helped. He did help develop the super soldier serum. So I think it's completely possible. And it's just fan theorizing. Yeah. Really. But I like to think that when he was getting, when he got some vibranium from them, he witnessed the strength and the abilities of the Black Panther mm-hmm. at the time. He saw that it was the flower. Maybe he, in his imperfect self, smuggled out some of that that flower and based the super helped base the super I soldier mean, serum. Like, I, I know it was the you, German doctor too could, that did it, could, but you could make a movie saying that. Yeah, you really could. You could. You could even make because the movie that the Nazis somehow managed to get to Wakanda and get these flowers. That too. Um, but they haven't yet, so it's just a fan theory. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. Because because Red Skull was the super soldier first. So yeah, I guess yeah. the Nazis would have to have been the first one to discover that bit of Wakanda. Um, and we do know that there was an African campaign for the Nazis. So well, no, maybe not. The, no, that was more Italy, I think. I can't remember, but um, that's but that's getting into World War Two history. It, but yeah, it's possible. But I, I think there's it's a, lot, a possibility, but I don't think yeah. that's where they're going to go with it. But there's a lot of evidence to show that the super soldiers are on par with T'Challa with the Black Power, mm-hmm. the uh, Black Panther po- uh, powers, <laughs> strength Black power. Yeah. I mean, you said right. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a good movie. I mean, Black like, Power, think of so. uh, Infinity War when they're all charging out ahead to face, you know, the big CGI yeah, army. It's, it's the three, it's the yeah. three super soldiers. Yeah. It was Bucky, mm-hmm. t- uh, it was Bucky, Steve, and T'Challa. Yeah. That were all running yeah. equally fast. I mean, they could just have the same properties and not be the same thing. It could be, but it's far so, more fun to say that they're the same. You're right, you're right. <laughs> well, I'd also argue, I think, I think the... The Black Panther in um, in the movies is is weaker than the comic book version. Oh, really? Because in the comic book version, he can channel the strength and martial arts and technology uh, thoughts of all of his ancestors who were previous Black Panthers. Oh. Whereas the Super Serum is basically it's uh, just a uh, steroids. <laughs> it, it is, but it's essentially the epitome of human strength. Yeah, it's a serum that capitalizes on on. Well, the I, potential of, of the human body. I wonder if that's if, like you said, that that shared ancestral strength and abilities uh, at, that could be something they go into for the second. I one. would like to see it because it, and like I haven't really read all the Black Panther stuff. I've read a lot of the plot lines on online, and but 
it's a it's a I mean it's a key focus of Black Panther. I mean they even show it in the first movie somewhat. The tree, like when he you know, the right, tree yeah. and, and, and communing with his father, but like it's so much more than that. And Black Panther is so much stronger in the comics than they show in the movies. Hmm. So um it would be cool to see that and to see how, where it would go, you know. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they're, they're going to have a Black Tip Panther 2. It's going to happen. So we will see. Hopefully it turns out for the best. Yeah. Other I'm than trying that, to think. What's, what's the next MCU movie now? Is it is it going to be Guard? It's not going to be Guardians 3. That's probably not going to hit till 24, honestly. Oh, I'm going to look it up to see. I mean, 23. Because they had to wait for James Gunn. Because there was the whole thing with James Gunn getting fired. Yep. Um, oh. And then DC picked him up for Suicide Squad. So by the time Marvel hired him back, he had contractual obliga- obligations to finish Suicide Squad before even starting on Guardians 3. So let's see. So that pushed it back quite a bit. Update December 21st, 2021, coming soon in Phase 4. So I think the next one is Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange, release date May 6th. Okay, yeah. Uh, Multiverse of yeah. this year now because we're in 2020, so May 6th, right? And then after that, Miss Marvel, uh, summer 2022. Well, they haven't shown anything. I'm sure uh, we'll start seeing stuff for that, and, and I'm sure Multiverse yeah. of Madness will have a Thor, trailer. Thor Love and Thunder is July, so I mean, May, June, July. Oh, really? That's it, like every month they're having. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize Thor 4 was this year mm-hmm. now. Yeah, 22. well, I knew it was coming out, and then they're saying phase five and beyond. You're looking at She-Hulk will be sometime in 2022. Um, Wait, really? In 22? Yeah, but so they, they don't gonna... have a specific date, though. So it could Yeah, but I'm... Back. Okay, but hold up. Are we not doing Avengers movies anymore? They are, but they're building up the next... Yeah, but how are you going to... How have they not announced the Avengers? Because you have to have an they Avengers could movie... That, that could be separate, though, from these. These might just be the standalones coming out, but this is the next phase. Is what yeah, but if, if She-Hulk is phase five... I'm saying there needs to be an Avengers a, a group movie. I hope so. To Capstone Phase Four, we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna be very upset uh, if not. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, November 11th, 2022. So that is coming out. Yeah, but then, but now, like you said, we're all in Phase Five. Yeah, and then uh, I don't like this one. The Marvels, February 17th, 2023. The Marvels. Yep. Did they put a hyphen in it? Like, is it the Marvels? Nope, it's the Marvels, no hyphen. Marvels uh, with an S. Marvel with an S. And then... Well, what is that even supposed to be about? This? Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special? <laughs> Holiday 2022. Don't, don't know. Okay. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, uh, July 28th, 2023. Uh, yeah. So, Ant-Man 3, basically. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy... Volume 3. Volume 3. Right. Which will be May 5th, 2023. Okay, yeah, I figured it would be 23. And for then that. Fantastic Four, their guess is July 28th, 2023. And then uh, Blade, which I, I did hear they were redoing yeah, Blade. They, they casted. Uh, is Wesley going to do it again? Uh, they casted. What's his name? He's a really good actor. I can't remember his name. I'll try to think of it later. Um, Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, God, no. uh, November 10th, 2023 is Blade. And then Captain America 4, February 16th, 2024. Oh, wow. So Sam's got to wait a while for his movie. Yeah. Then. And then Deadpool 3, 
2024. Oh, they or they they actually doing a yeah. Deadpool three? I knew they were. I figured they were, and then Spider Man four July twenty sixth twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's two years away. So yeah, uh, and then Shang Chi two, and then Moon Knight series to be determined. Secret Invasion series. I don't know how uh, they're going to do Iron Secret Heart Invasion series. I don't know. Isn't Secret Invasion Armor supposed Wars. to be the scrolls? Can't remember. I hate what they decided to do with this. Series. Oh God! Yeah, but these might just be like animated series. Yeah. To think about it, uh, I'm not gonna go any further because, like, yeah, this is this is two to three years away. So anything after this is circumstantial yeah. at best. But the point is, is they do have some movies lined up. Oh yeah. Now they might not be saying anything about like the group movies. Uh, they kind of should. They they better start soon if phase if we're supposed to transition. From phase four to phase five. Yeah. This year. How is there not an Avengers movie? That's concerning. Uh, I don't know. Um, we're going to find out. Uh, yeah. They're not saying anything here. But, um, I don't know. but there's, I mean, there's some good movies coming out. You want, you asked about the next phases. They got some coming. Yeah. Um, we'll see where things go. Here's to 10 more years. Here's to 15 more years. <laughs> yeah. 100 more years. Oh, yeah. 15 now. Just, look, but I just, just keep going. They can, or 14, they, can make yeah. a, they can put out a Marvel movie every year for the next 100 years, and I guarantee you somebody's going to pay to watch it. <laughs> It'll probably be me until I die. Yeah. I do look forward to uh, it. I, I want to try and hold off on Gemma watching uh, which, for those that don't know me, uh, Gemma is my nine-month-old uh, little girl. Yeah. And I want to try to hold off on her seeing any of the MCU. I'm hoping that by the time she's old enough to be in school and talking about that kind of stuff, it might the, the Infinity Saga is not as popular, perhaps, or maybe not as well-known. Amongst her friends, so that way she won't be she won't be aware of all the well, the story. Maybe so, she'll show an interest. I don't know. Kids, kids in movies are weird. But well, I'm saying when she gets to like adolescence, yeah, like yeah. twelve and thirteen, oh, oh, would be easier to get her into it. Mm-hmm. And I started like ten or eleven, yeah, or something like that. Because I have I have every movie in the Infinity uh, Saga on four in four K, mm-hmm, and so I want to keep those set aside and so one day you know if we end up having more kids you know i I think we'd like to have at least one more yeah um i i very much look forward to experiencing all of those movies again for the first time through her if that makes sense yeah definitely so that i i really want to try and accomplish that (laughs) yeah i my kids aren't quite there yet. I'm sure they could watch any one of the movies and they would kind of enjoy it, but mm-hmm. they don't have the attention span to appreciate and to really comprehend the grand story. Yeah, the grander story. I think it would take a few more years for Emma and Owen probably more than that because he's younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually, I'll get them to sit down. But like, they're at an age where they're starting to to want to watch movies and appreciate them. Like we we uh, we sat down for Christmas and watched the original Home Alone. Mm. And they were laughing their butts off at it. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So I know it was fun for me because it was nostalgic for me, you know. Um, so, like, we're starting to get them, you know, they're asking to go to the movie. Uh, they see 
a commercial or something, a promo for a movie on their tablet. And they're like, I want to watch this in theaters. It comes out two months from now on this day. And I'm like, that's a Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll go that Friday, yeah. you know, or something like that. Like we want to watch the new Grinch, which, uh, but, um, there was a new Grinch. There was a new Grinch. Oh. Um, I think last year, well, two years ago now, because we're in the new yeah. year. Yeah. I think it was like two, 2019. Oh yeah. I do remember seeing commercials and, for it. Now. I mean, it was, it was okay for kids, I guess. Like it, I, I, probably could have fell asleep during it and I don't <laughs> feel like I missed anything. Um, but I mean, like I liked the old, old school Grinch and I like the Jim Carrey Grinch and I don't need another one. Yeah. And the, the new one is specifically catered more towards kids. It's just got more of a kiddie feel to it. At least Jim Carrey's was more of a, a hilarious and like not animated, you know, so it was different where <laughs> this is an animated one geared towards kids. I'm just like, Bruh. yeah. So... And then they changed it up a little bit. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't change a classic. Like you mm. can remake a classic. You don't yeah. Classic. Well, what did they change? Uh, it was a bunch of stuff. I can't remember. But it was just. I was just like. I remember thinking to myself, I was like, why? Yeah. Like you just. You just ruined it for me. <laughs> like my kids will like it, but I won't. They'd like it because they don't know. No they better. had to put that Hollywood spin on it. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't care for it. Um, but they're starting to want to watch more movies, so I'm going to slowly try to get them to. I got them to watch Harry Potter, and they kind of liked it like a while back, but then they just lost interest in watching another one for a little while. So, Well, there's a lot to keep track of in a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, and the thing about Harry Potter is just to really get them to appreciate it, they need to be a certain age. Like, mm-hmm. so, like we were watching the 20th anniversary right. today on HBO Max, and uh, it was great. It was great, nostalgic, and like... You know, everything that they, they said about it, like the series, and like they pointed out when um, there's a, a coming of age change in the books and the movies, because books one and two are very more kiddish, mm-hmm. you know, they're 11 at the point, 11 and right. 12, and then book three is when like they're starting to, to hit teenage years, and they're no longer kids anymore, and then once you get to um, like Prisoner of Azkaban and uh, the, the Oil Cup one or whatever, I forget, what, what's the fourth book's name? Oh, excuse me. Uh, the fourth one is Goblet of Fire. Okay, so Goblet of Fire, and like those start getting way more serious, way mm-hmm. darker, and it just keeps getting darker. Yeah. The end. So like my kids at this point would love probably the first two movies, and then the the rest would be too dark for them to really appreciate or understand. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's uh hold off, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, they can watch them if they want, but did I don't you, think they'll be able to appreciate it. Did you watch um? The other, uh, not I wouldn't call them Harry Potter movies, but the uh, the Cursed Child. No, no, no. The uh, oh crap! The book movie. They they made it about the encyclopedia. Oh, Fantastic oh, Beasts oh, and Where oh, to Find yeah, yeah, That's yeah. those things. I did, and I enjoyed them. Really, I'm, I'm ready for the third one now. Here's here's my issue with it. Um, unfortunately, they. Canceled Johnny Depp from playing Grindelwald, who he was playing a great Grindelwald. And honestly, I like the actor that they replaced him with, but I hate the fact that they replaced him. Yeah, they replaced him off of that bullshit with his ex ex girlfriend slash wife. Which which is which now she is going to be facing charges. She's going to be facing charges. He's completely not. He's he's exonerated. Yeah, but it's too late for him to to go back and, yeah. and they just shit the, the bed on it. Yeah. Like it, it just goes to show you like until you have evidence, don't, don't. Yeah. 
you know, castigate somebody like that. Um, so I have an issue with that, but I'm ready for it because you're going to see young Dumbledore and Grindelwald fight, like have their wizard battle. Probably, um, they're the, the new guy they got, I think his name's Mads Milkinson, Mickinson, something like that. Um, He's he's a great actor and I think he's gonna do a good job. I just it's that one hang up where I'm just like y'all. I and, and you know I have to I, also, I have to admit that I I really didn't like the I watched the first one. Mm-hmm. You that, didn't care for it? No, it was maybe it was the maybe the second one was better, but I never saw the second one because I just Ooh, genuinely got so bored in the first one. That is the only movie I have ever fallen asleep in. Mm-hmm. Was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, wow. See, I didn't have that issue. And I thought the pacing was just slow. The pacing was kind of slow. But I, I, I mean, I, I like it. So, Madge Milkinson played as Hannibal in the Hannibal series. In case anybody is curious as to a movie that you'll ne- notice him in. He was also in Casino Royale. Uh, I'm surprised. Oh, is that? Wait, he was well, the villain. I'll show you a picture because the name sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, images. Yeah, because you said you'll, you'll yeah, 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 yeah. You said Casino Royale, and that's yeah. when the name clicked. He's a, he's a good actor. I like. Him. Yeah, he is. Um, I think he's going to do a good job with this. But I, like I said, it's not it has nothing to do with him and everything to do with the studio. Yeah, Dicks. Um That being said, it does look like there might be a fourth and a fifth Fantastic Beasts movie after this third one. So, well, as long as they're making money. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I like them. So, uh, and they had like a, they had a play called The Cursed Child. Yeah, and I, didn't hear I, I read that. it, but it was in play like format, like script format. Yeah, when I read it, and I was like, I got used to it, and it was good, but it wasn't anything I was like superly surprised. I was like, if I was gonna write an after like Harry Potter slash Voldemort movie or series, this is how I'd write it, and this is what I would write. So like, <laughs> it, it didn't surprise me, you know. It made sense. It was fun. Yeah. It was okay. Um, but I like the Fantastic Beasts movie. They're all right. So, anyway, we're going to wrap it up in a second. Um, I am introducing a new section into the into the podcast. And I kind of stole it from other podcasts. Uh, but it's okay. They'll forgive me. It's uh, And I'll, I'll go ahead and plug them right now. The Nightclub Podcast. Um, my buddies, The Coven. They, they know who they are, all three of them. Uh, the Joe Blow Horror Show, they have on the Joe Blow Horror Show something called The Gauntlet, where uh, they have guests answer a series of, of questions where they get to choose from two things and they pick which one they want. Well, mine's going to be called The Matchmaking, right? Okay. We're going to do matchmaking. Uh, anybody who knows me knows I love playing like multiplayer games, so mm-hmm. matchmaking is where it's at. Yeah. That's what I like doing. This is what we're going to do. So, we'll start off real easy. I know what you're going to say. Okay. We're, we're going to do this. <laughs> Marvel or DC? Marvel. All right. Batman or Superman? Ooh. Yep. Yep. It's already hard. Yeah. You're welcome. I'll say, in what context? <laughs> One or the other. There's no context. Batman. You got to pick. Okay. Batman. Movies or TV series? Or just series in general? Uh, man, I don't, that's a tough one, too. They're all tough. Be- yeah. Right, well, I tried to make it. I'll have to. They're, I, they're I think I'll go all. with the series. Okay, I think the I'll series? go with the series. Okay, series. Gotcha. Even, even though I have more favorite movies than series, mm-hmm. 
I think I'm just you that's, like that's just poor, it's, I think we're going I mean, off of volume can, on this yeah, one. If you can get ten hours instead of two and a half hours, yeah, you're gonna pick the ten hours, right? Uh, okay, this one might be easier for you: Goku or Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta, Vegeta, my dude. I pick Vegeta too. He has the most. Well, yeah, because he's yeah, because he's he really does have the most character development. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one we were just talking about: Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. All right, gotcha. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker or Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? That's you can't even. I, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to just say you can't pick because no, they're so. You have to pick. But they're so fantastic in their uh, own respects. I agree, but pick one. Joaquin's Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was a masterpiece. Yep. He's he's and so people. was Heath's, but in such different you ways. You are hundred percent correct, and you still have to hundred percent pick one. I think I'll have to stick with Heath. Okay, Heath Ledger's hey, look, I, nothing wrong with you and one to be honest with you. Yeah. When I thought of this, I was like, I don't even know what the answer. Is. <laughs> and one day I'll have to do this myself. But all right, next goosebumps or are you afraid of the dark? I'm going to go with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, fries or Tater Tats? Fries. All right. That's easy for you, apparently. Elder Scrolls or Fallout? Elder Scrolls. Oh, yeah, that's easy for me, too. But, you know, Call of Duty I, I or I never Halo. could get into the Fallout games. I know a lot of people who like the Fallout games. Yeah. So, Call of Duty or Halo? <sighs> I like both I'd of say, them. So. I'd say Call of Duty, I think. They have zombies. Okay. I, I think Halo for me. But I like the storyline of Halo uh, more. Which Spider-Man, Toby, Andrew, or Tom? Uh, I got. I got to give it to Tom. I, I think he's. Yeah. I think he's great all yeah, around. Me too. There, there's the big nostalgia points for Toby, and I never really got into Andrews. Mm-hmm. But Tom is Tom is just really really good. Yeah. All right, now they're gonna get a little bit easier. Science fiction or fantasy? Uh, fantasy, I guess. Fantasy, okay. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Waffles. He was very strong about that. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Yeah, my boy. Last but not least, iPhone or Android? I know what you're going to say. Uh, iPhone. iPhone. Oh, you're yeah. gay. It's okay. <laughs> We're not homophobic here. Like You can be gay. But uh-huh. Just know that you're you're gay with an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm Fair joking. enough. I just... I think I'm just too invested to go to. <laughs> That's right. You have point. so much money. That's the problem. It. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't. Leave. Uh, it's, it's, it got yeah. you by the stranglehold. Yep. So uh, that was well, matchmaking. Well, and then did I just got some. It? Yeah, I yep. did. And yeah. but I also just got some AirPods for Christmas. So it's like. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Your other people hook you in also. It's not just you. It's the people you love. Yeah. It's a group effort. Yeah. Getting you addicted constantly on your 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 fix. Right, <laughs> no, I mean, I've had iPhones before. They're not terrible. I just don't like the the branding associated with having to buy every little thing anytime you want to do something. It is terrible. So, uh, that being said, congratulations, you passed matchmaking. I guess I don't, I don't know. you I found like your team. I like that matchmaking. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, I thought about these for a little while. It wasn't that hard, but I was like, man, what are some good comparisons? Right. I felt like they were pretty good. Um, 
that being said, any, any closing remarks? Anything you want? No, thanks for having me. I enjoyed uh, having the time to sit down and just chat. Yeah. I feel very honored to be the first guest of the new year. That's right. You are the first guest. People, we've been around for a year now. I think uh, December 28th was the first episode with Kidder. So we can go ahead and just chalk up Fixie's Playgrounds. One year old now. We're yeah. older than, than Gemma. Yep. <laughs> Not by much, but we're there. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. And um, yeah, it's fun having you. I'm glad you came. Yep. I'm glad to get this started. It's good to have the long conversations, man. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get tired. We're fading. It's, it's like twelve thirty. Oh wow, it is. Yeah, yeah. This last little section is way more than an hour, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. I hope y'all like it too. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, I'm actually gonna be doing another episode tomorrow, but I'll probably release that a week from this one, or maybe two, just to give y'all some spacing, and um, we'll go from there. So till next time, later. You know, technically, I'm not even really supposed to be here right now. So fuck it. Might as well make the most of it.
to the new piece of rod. Consider it as last to ride. Quick to grow. Raise them high in the sky. Keep them up. Time to bring the place alive. Thanks for being patient. I will make no more mistakes. Shit, my potatoes. They call me the veggies on my plate can fly. My filet is smoking weed. Get back at the stakes of high. Shit, I ain't even supposed to be here by the grace of God. The skin on my teeth and the hair on my nuts. I skated by. Now y'all are off the nice with echo weights. I hate to lie. I'm fucking irritated. Are you homeless in your face of mine? It ain't shit you can do but fear. Cinderella man.